This is where you introduce us, man. <laughs> I can't. Hear, I can't hear the music. Let's stop and start over. Uh, you can't. Am I supposed to hear the music? No. Did you guys hear the music? Yeah. Did you guys hear the music? I heard it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's what, yeah. That's why I, I didn't. That's this. why I didn't do anything. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try and play the music. Why is he yelling? Why is he yelling? (laughs) Okay, can you hear it now? I'm going to start it. And one, two, three. The Joey's moving. You can't hear it? What's going on, Kurt? Uh, 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 Top five. uh, 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 uh. Best rapper. All right. I'm going to fade it out, Kurt, and then you're going to do an intro. Okay? Here we go. You can start talking. I'm going to fade it down. All right, welcome to Best Worst, our new podcast where we are figuring out the best and the worst of any given subject on a particular week. Um, my name is Kurt, and I am joined by Mason and Joey. Uh, a quick little uh, reminder, uh, or for the first time listeners, we are uh, friends. We've been friends for uh, a long time, since uh, the early 90s. Um, Mason and Joey for, for even longer. So we have a long history of friendship. And today we have uh, one of our special guests, Sarah, who has also been part of our, our crew, our uh, social circle, our group of friends. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Uh, Sarah's of actually course, on our website um, on the. Yeah. Yes. She's part of the original crew, though. We felt like yeah, for tonight's yeah. topic, especially her. Yeah, I got you guys. I brought out my special necklace. I think I, I know listeners can't see it, but I actually have the necklace on that's in the photo on the website. So I'm really bringing the energy from 1996 here today. That's that was, that was, uh, was that 96? I don't know. 94, that. 93. I don't know. Not, Something like that. 93 to 97, circa 93 to 97. The the uh, <laughs> coincidentally the golden age of hip hop, which yes. is very true, appropriate true. for tonight's topic. Yes. Well, what, what's funny is that my 16 year old daughter uh, and I, well, not just her, but but teenagers all over the place are dressing like when we were in high school. And it's super ridiculous, like seeing stuff that like. Is the exact same stuff that I'm sure Sarah and other kids were wearing in high school back in our day. And it just is crazy to me. Well, yeah, it's yeah, that's kind of why I kept this choker because I was like, oh, it's actually coming back. It's a little awkward for me to be wearing at this age. But I was like, you know, it's in now. And it is like girls are wearing. So, you know, you're right. It has come back and it is weird to see. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Makes me feel a little old, but whatever. Are they their pants again? Is that a thing yet? No, or no? I don't think. <laughs> well, no, the, pants, the pants. I don't think pegging their pants. Has that ever but... come back? Well, the, like, the pants come cut in a slim way, mm, so it's yeah. not. You don't need to do that yeah. whole maneuver. You nope, no pegging required. That's no. nice. Where you actually had to safety <laughs> pin? Did you guys I mean, ever safety pin your yeah, pegs? I I safety pinned and and also no? you had to re uh, calibrate your peg about four or five times a day, which was super frustrating. Yeah. If you didn't get the pin right, you had to redo it like on a walk at lunch 
um, you'd have to do it about 22 times, repay your, your pants. So tough times. <laughs> my, there. We were in, we were innovators, you know, my, yeah. <laughs> my five-year-old, uh, dressed up like sort of like, do you guys remember crisscross where they had the backwards yeah. pants, backwards shirt? Um, yes. He, he likes to wear his pants backwards because, you know, yeah. Cause you know, crisscross. That's hip hop. That's hip hop. <laughs> Wait, wait, does he actually hey, know does he know crisscross or just backwards day? Uh, he just wants to wear backwards some days and I oh, okay. and yeah, just makes me think I don't mean to start this on yeah. a downer note, but have you guys ever looked up what happened to crisscross? It's a sad story. No. Uh, I don't know it exactly. No. I was curious just recently actually and I looked it up and they they both kind of had dark lives. One of one of them passed away. Um, Which one, Chris or Cross? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good thing Christopher Cross but, actually is still uh, alive, though. Shout out to Chris Cross. Christopher Cross is holding it down, yes. And, and <laughs> I think on the anniversary, uh, he wears his clothes backwards to show respect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Chris Cross. Uh, episode nice. three, best easy listening artist. <laughs> yeah. Nailed down. it. Oh, I don't know. You know, you might have. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael McDonald. There's a, there's a lot in there. You know, you, you think it's the easy, yacht rock but is, you start is listening strong. to those. Yeah. Yacht, the yacht rock. Yeah. 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 Yacht rock. Right. But for tonight, we're talking about rappers. Okay. Rappers, the best and the worst rappers. And I think our kids probably have very different opinions than we do on this subject. 100 This is, this is tough. 100%. You, guys, I, you, you, you guys had fast food. I, I was like, I can do fast food quick rappers. I was like, oh my gosh. So. I'm, I'm curious. Oh, yeah. I'm curious to hear we, what we you guys thought, have to say. Yeah, we, <laughs> we found that uh, fast food was oddly not controversial. I feel like tonight's episode could be controversial. Yes, it could be a very long. You know, there it, could be a very long episode. I, I, I feel like it's going to be know, a Joe Rogan podcast. In the sweet six. Yeah, <laughs> if, this right. was a, if, if this was a sweet 16, there's definitely a uh, Cinderella story here somewhere. So. Someone's got, yes. someone's got a pick out of left field, I think. I have a couple left field <laughs> ones that I, I actually feel sincere about. They're not just, you know, jokes. But Like, are they, <laughs> without revealing too much, are they um, underground or were they, are they kind of mainstream artists that everyone would recognize? Well, you know, I kind of use the same rule we had about fast food where it's like, I feel like it doesn't count if most people haven't heard of them. And by most people, I don't mean my mom, but I mean like, most people who like hip hop music. So I, I you know, I have some people on my list. Also, I don't have much underground hip hop knowledge. I think Joe, I don't know if this is fair to say, you guys can let me know if I'm overstepping, but I think Joey has the deepest and widest sort of hip hop knowledge. I say that with complete irony, understanding we're four white people like rating hip hop rappers. Um, but I think we have a little cred because we came up our like, our coming of age was during the nineties and we loved hip hop music. Right. And, and it was new to us and we loved it and didn't, it, it, and anyways, um, I feel like it was funny because, you know, I don't know what you guys, your first, like what first introduced you to rap music. But for me, I had two albums that I listened to on repeat on cassettes that you have to flip over. And it was NWA straight out of Compton. Yes. That is probably the, I, I don't think there's a single album of any genre of anything that I've listened to more than that album. I 
that was just wow. Playing, I know every single word, every single sound drop in that. <laughs> um, and then the other one was <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Oh. He's the DJ, I'm the rapper, which is two very different um, albums. But it was like, as a kid, I listened to one, then I listened to the other, then sometimes I listened to one twice. But that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, and I, th- yeah. I think that's there's something to be said about coming up in the age of hip hop when we had to listen to it on a tape cassette. And so you really had to listen to songs. You had to do some actual work to skip through songs. So we had to listen to more albums and actual, you know, concepts as opposed to just singles now. So I I think, you know, not to, not to, you know, say one era is better than than another, but definitely there was more of a, um, uh, a focus on production and like a whole album than there is now. Yeah. Yeah, I did. What was your favorite yeah. album as a kid? What did you guys listen to? Yeah. All right. Oh, me? Uh, yeah. My, <laughs> you know what? I don't. So, my first, I know the first rap cassette tape that I ever bought was Eric B and Rakim. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that nice. was a very, Rakim I, is on my list. I was He's really little too. And I think I got that and maybe Lisa, Lisa, and Colt Jam. Like, my parents dropped me off. And waited out front, and I went inside to Tower Records, and I came out with those two cassette tapes. And the, so that was like my first rap tape. Um, and yeah, I, I I loved it. I thought it was like super edgy, which is funny. I don't know. I I have no idea how old I must have been, but that was the first rap album that I ever bought. And of course, I love DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. Um, that was like, you know. I don't know. And I, I, I also listened to NW, but I think really that was from you guys later on when I was a little bit older. So that <laughs> took some time. But yeah, so Eric being rock'em for me. That's a pretty nice. solid, solid uh, start. Yeah, I think my, my, the first well, two uh, CDs I bought were um, Public Enemy, Yo Bum Rush Show, and um, was NWA. Okay. Um, what was it wasn't um straight out of Compton, it was like the one after when Ice Cube wasn't wasn't in the band. It's like ten thousand miles um, of running or something like that. Yeah, Their second yeah album something like that. A, I think that was like Ice uh, Ice Cube had left the group and it was it, right. it was beef. There's beef. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, it lacked yeah. like the the magic of the first album. Can yeah. we can I we also you were gonna appreciate say Onyx. like uh, no, that was that was that was later on. Later on, Bacada up, slam Bacada, Bacada up. <laughs> so we, have, we have to explain those, um, these inside jokes. So uh, back, you tell the story, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys can pop in. So uh, when Onyx first, and and uh, I'm sure young people have no idea who Onyx is, but uh-huh. but they were uh, popular for for a quick minute <laughs> um, back in the early '90s and. Uh, they had a album called, it was actually called back to fuck up, but like, it was not, it was like one word, like B A C D A F U C U P. So anyway, uh, and I have a history of like malprops and things like that. And so, and, and I'm generally convinced that I'm right and usually get proven wrong. But so <laughs> I, I, uh, told, uh, Mason and Joey and I was dead serious that it was Bacata up. It was the name of the album and I couldn't be told wrong. <laughs> and so <laughs> I think that, that, that one went oh. on for years. We teased hey, you about you know that. What's so, it's so interesting about that is I, I, I've known that joke forever and I've gone along with it. It's always funny, but I forgot the whole etymology 
of where it came from. I had no idea it came from that. It's amazing. I love that story. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and then a funny, a funny little asterisk is um, I was down visiting Joey in LA and visiting my sister. My sister lived in this apartment building. And so Joey, uh, Joey had come over and we're, we're going out to go out to dinner or something like that. And we actually see one of the guys from Onyx going into my sister's apartment building. <laughs> and, and we're like, we're, me and Joey are like elbowing each other a little bit. Like, is that, and, and, and the guy looks at us he, he, and he goes, yeah. And, and Joey being Joey, he goes, are you the guy from Onyx? <laughs> Did you write? He, he's like, oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can you yeah. settle something for us? It's Makata up, isn't it? <laughs> How did you recognize a guy from Onyx? That's oh, it was simple. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt's pop culture recall, I think, is almost on a genius level. I, I've always said that's it. true. So, yeah, like, that's he, true. Kurt could see someone in an instant, can tell you like the um, uh, the chronology of his films, the filmology, <laughs> like every film he's made, every part he's been in. It's amazing. I remember when we used to quiz Kurt on like athletes and we would name obscure linemen or like someone who was a third, third string tight end. And he could tell you, always tell you what college they went well, to. And then usually <laughs> tell you like what, what high school they were from. It was weird. Uh, Kurt, for, I know for a fact, Kurt knows every single mascot of every collegiate and professional team. That's a no fact. Doubt. No doubt. And like rally fight song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure on a on a trip back, on a drive back from LA, Mason had something and I think baseball or football cards or something like that. And he almost for five hours went through like a whole group of of football players and asked me where they went to school. And it was <laughs> that's how we passed five hours. Oh, yeah. No, it's impressive. And, and, it's impressive. And I think it's important to point out that was pre-internet. So yeah. this wasn't, it, we didn't have a wow. phone that we could look up at the answer. It was, we, we had to have, in order to like validate, we had, we had actual cards that had people's like where they're from and Kurt was right. And that, that was what was impressive about it. I don't, I don't know how you knew that stuff. Amazing. So, so my, my first two albums were the same albums were NWA straight out of Compton. And DG, DG Jazzy Jeff from the Fresh Prince and the, uh, the specific song I remember was Parents Just Don't Understand. And the thing about hip hop that I love so much, and I think it's important to, to recognize, is that we grew up in a time where hip hop was kind of a counterculture. It was yes, not mainstream. Yes. It used a lot of dirty language. If you remember, if you recall, they with the parental advisory uh, uh, stamps on the tapes. Oh, yeah. So it was kind of illicit and you wanted to get involved in it. And that's why hip hop was so cool. I don't know how it is now, but that's why hip hop is near and dear to me. That's true. It, I remember feeling how like new and exciting it was. And I, I, I have this vivid memory. I was at my grandmother's house and I was listening to uh, the DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And I wanted my parents, I was like, just stop and listen to this song. And I was trying to play them the music and get them to listen to it and understand like how amazing and different this genre was and, and new. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they weren't interested in, in, right. in hearing it. But I was in love with it and was like very much a, a, and yeah, felt cool. And, listening and to that. by the way, hip hop has, I don't know. I can't confirm this, but I read this somewhere. Hip hop is now outsold rock and roll for the first time. I think it was last oh, wow. year or this year. And that's pretty notable. I mean, you know, that's pretty incredible. Well, I have a memory. Is it it's oh, <laughs> that good. <laughs> I would think so. Hey. I, oh, there it is. <laughs> 
I have a memory um, in summertime. Yeah. I was pretty young too. And uh, my neighbors would carry around a boom box, come over with the boom box playing Mac Dre too hard oh, for yeah. the fucking radio. Oh yeah. <laughs> and put it in the middle of the table and we would play cards all day. Like that was like the summer day. And I mean, I was still young, but it felt because they couldn't play it on the radio. They right. did eventually and bleeped it. But we also thought it was so edgy and so wild. Like I was like, wow, we're listening to this. We're home alone. We're listening to this. We're playing cards. Like this is so crazy. I just remember thinking that was the first song I remember thinking was like, whoa, I can't believe they're saying this. Cause I was pretty young when that came out too. And we would listen to it over and over and over all summer long. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and boom boxes were cool. Cause you could take them and like play your music and kind of show other people what you were listening to. Right. Yeah. I remember no. Joe taking, we had, I had this little red uh, tape player that had one speaker and we would put it at the bottom of the driveway and like we would play wiffle ball or something in the court. And, and, the neighbors would come out and I'd be like, yeah, they can hear we're playing right. music. It was yeah. very, very edgy. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, hip-hop Hip hop was super edgy. It was more edgy than ro rock and roll at the time for me. I mean, punk, sure. punk was edgy. Hip-hop mm -hmm. was edgy. And punk and hip-hop actually intersected at some point and they did some stuff together. But um, I, I feel like hip-hop for me was always a counterculture that I could, I could you know, kind of get a, be a part of. So how do you guys want to talk about this? Because I have like, so many people I want to just like mention and discuss. I feel like it wouldn't be justice to just go down a list and be like, here's I, my top blah, blah, blah. I feel like, I feel like we should have, you know, a, a list, you know, and it's, you know, we could have 10, 15 names, but give us your favorite rappers for whatever reason. Right. And then reserve right. your top, top one or two for the final segment. It's it's so hard it's because so I feel hard. like there's songs, so there's hard. albums, there's rappers. Like I was like, ah, but you're so we're going yeah. all category. I mean, everything aside, yeah. best rappers, like if, top five. All time, if, yeah. If, yeah. If, a, if a song transcends a genre and the song is like what you is your favorite rapper, I think that's fair. Yeah. You know, I'll, it, I'll tell you what though, I did not have any problem whatsoever picking my favorite or who same. I thought was the best. Same. It took me. I, and and I, I will be, I, I, I have a hard time believing that any of you guys convinced me that uh, there's anyone else who deserves to be named the best more than my top pick. Uh, so th that's where I'm, that's where I'm coming in. Like that's I have strong. all these people that I love, 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 but then I have people and I, and I feel like at least a couple of you will disagree with me on my person. I, f I okay. feel like, you know, I, the only thing I had to really, without giving out a good way too much, the only thing I had to really deal with was just the breadth of work of, of an artist. Like, is that important? How important is that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, so I, for, I think it's for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say it like, cause that way it kind of gets into the, the, the sports kind of thing too, where it's like, you, you look at a career and it's like, there's some guys who I'm sure we're, we're going to talk about, but where it was like their ceiling is so high, like their talent and mm -hmm. what they did was so high, but then the length at which they did it is so short that it becomes, it makes it a little more difficult for someone who was at an extremely high level for 20, 25 years. You know what I mean? Like how do you compare a short, like short, hot, versus prolonged you know still pretty hot almost to the same level but but maybe not that maybe the ceiling wasn't quite as high so that that 
that was a little bit of a struggle to me. Yeah, picking mine was was definitely more difficult than yours, Mace, for sure. Well, I'll put a name out there that I think is nobody's going to pick as their best, but is one who had some of the best performances and then also some of the worst and where he could be on either list. I, and I, I know, you guys I know. might know who I'm talking about. I know. It's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, right? I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. So like Snoop Dogg came out on The Chronic and on Doggy Style. And those two albums are legendary. His performances took the show and he was incredible. And then also, you know, you, you all know his like later career. And then I feel like he's also redeemed himself a bit. Like he did some cool stuff with Pharrell, but then he also did some stuff with Katy Perry, which is actually funnily my, my 10 year old daughter told me that he's one of her favorites because of his performance on California girls with Katy Perry. So uh, like Snoop Dogg is, fair, a, is amazing. Fair. He deserves mention, but I also feel like he, he got, he's had some really bad performances too. And so like, he just doesn't, he doesn't cut the mustard. Is that fair? Yeah, that, that's fair. And I, I think that it, it pretty much a consensus would agree with you. He's a, 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 an icon, but right. maybe he, he doesn't have, uh, you know, he didn't transition his later years, but he has made a small comeback recently doing a lot of stuff with uh, uh, artists and doing like, you know, um, small little, you know, just, you know, quick little uh, cameos, I guess you'd say. Yeah. He's an authentic dude, dude, which I like about him, right? He is, his personality has, it shines and he's a charismatic and, and has done a lot. I think where some people just kind of fade, fade away. Like he's a personality and he, his, his character is bigger, I think, than even being just a rapper. So that's you know, I, I think this is a good format I, I, and I think we should go with that. I think let's throw out a name and then we'll, we'll, go, we'll go from there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just pop in on Snoop too. I think you're right. It's it's funny. I've and to kind of echo along with like the albums. I think I've seen Snoop live three times, mm. and they've been all Ooh. over the place, mm. all over the place. Like he's been probably you know probably my top ten like live shows of all time, and also probably in my top ten worst shows of all time. Where like he clearly Ooh. didn't give a shit. He <laughs> wanted to get the hell out of there. Like was just picking up the paycheck. And then Ooh. he actually opened for 311. And he killed. Like he it was amazing. He had a live band and it was amazing. And so it's just like I think that kind of encapsulate. He's is just like when he's really good, he's really good. And when he's really bad, he's pretty terrible. You know, you bring up an interesting point, which is live performances of hip hop. Cause I, hip hop is my favorite genre. It's, it's what I, it's my go to music, but I also generally hate live hip hop performances unless they have a live band. So it's one of the reasons why, like, the roots are so amazing to see, um, because they, they've always been a live band. And then, but sometimes when you're watching even big, a big performance, I don't know. Do you guys agree? I, I've just, I, I've always felt like hip hop didn't translate very well to when it's just a guy rapping with like a hype people around them running around on the stage. It's always just felt stupid. Um, whereas when you're listening to it in your car or your headphones or at home, it's much more like evocative and emotional. I, I think that's my wrong. That, yeah. That's the dirty little agree. secret of music. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel like yeah. I mean, so, the best hip hop concert I ever saw had a live band 
and it was Lauren Hill. And I'm not, I'll just throw out the uh, by far. Um, it was when she was doing Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And that concert was absolutely album. phenomenal. Um, uh, amazing. And then I saw her later and it was the worst concert I've ever seen in my entire life. But but she did have a live band. And so from hip hop, uh, I might say it's the second best. Kanye might have been, might, might be up there too for, for best concert. But, but um, it, she had a live band and it made a huge difference. Was, was that at, uh, was that at Jack London Square? Um, it was at the Paramount in Oakland. Paramount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. But, so, I mean, for, so, for, for live, I feel like, I think you're right. I mean, for the most part, I will, wholeheartedly agree that a live band makes a big difference but and i'm there's there's people we'll talk about today who i've seen who don't necessarily need a live band with them whose stage show or production i think has made it where like you don't notice it as much okay i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a name out there and um, okay in terms of flow and listenability, that's a word. I think mm-hmm. he's one of the best to ever do it, but I don't think he's aged that well. And, and that name is Common. I think Common mm. has okay. one of the best flows. He, his music is some of the most listenable. Again, I don't know if that's a word. Music there is. But recently I've, I've kind of revisited him, uh, not his older albums, but his more current releases. And I've been, I just, I just don't like it. Mm. Yeah, I like Common. I I love his voice. His yeah. the sound of his voice. Oh, it's great. So good. And that's why I think he's he's transitioned to a career as like a spokesperson, right? It was natural. Yeah, it's not every even when he says like hello, it sounds like he's like giving a speech no matter what he says. Like he was like, yes, "Hey, would you musical. like to come in?" Yeah, I can't like it's yeah. like a crazy. I remember was it the like Water for Chocolate was his yeah. like that that album. Mm-hmm. I remember Joey, we used to listen to that all the time. Yeah. Amazing album, yeah. but I I hate, it's not, it, I don't like to critique people too much, but I, now I kind of find his music boring. I don't know yes, what else to yes. say. Like, I'm just kind of bored and I, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to like it because I remember loving that album. I still think he's got a great voice. He's really talented, but yeah, I just, it's kind of boring now. There, there's a pretty good album. Now it's not common, but it's, uh, um, Amerigo Gazaway. I think that's how you say his name. And he did a mashup with common and Stevie wonder. And oh. I think you can see it on YouTube. It's yeah. excellent. Okay. He did, a ma- he did a mashup with most Steph and Marvin Gaye, which is one of the, my favorite albums ever. So. All right. Oh, no, that sounds good. Yeah. I have not heard that. Nice. I haven't either. All right, Sarah. Sorry, so I'll put name. a name out there. Oh yeah. Sarah, you throw oh, out a name. Sorry, oh, I, already did. Gosh, I, did I have like so many names <laughs> listed here. Um, all right. So somebody, this is not like going old school. This is, uh, um, little Wayne. I throw out little Wayne because. Yeah, I like a lot of his music, like a lot. And there's songs that I'm like, wow, these are amazing. I don't know. But I also feel like he has a lot of stuff that I can't really listen to on certain albums. Like I can't listen to his albums from A to Z. So I'm like, where does that leave it? You know, I there's something for me when an artist, I can listen to an album all the way from beginning to end. And maybe that's just my old school, like what Joey was talking about when we had to appreciate an album and listen through it all. Um so that's my one thing with I, I love Little Wayne. And so I have him as one of my top artists, but I just don't feel mm-hmm. like he has an album that I'm like, I that's the one that I can listen to all the way through. I don't know. How do you guys feel? Strong choice. Strong. I have Little Wayne on my list. I think 
for a long time, I didn't like him and, and I, but I never listened to him. And then I remember I actually like sat down to listen to him and I was like, this guy's, he's pretty good. Like yeah. his, uh, his lyrics are clever and they're complex and they're interesting. And he kind of tells stories. Um, I think as far as like all the littles in hip hop, he's probably the best, right? The, yeah. Like, well, yeah. Except the, I don't know if he's the first. There was little Troy. I remember. You remember him? Oh yeah, little Troy. Be a baller. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know the song. Um, yeah, uh, but Lil Wayne's good. But I agree. He's like he has some great songs. Um, I think my favorite Lil Wayne song is uh, is the one about it's like the where he's talking to a cop. I forget what's that song where there's the, a lady cop. <sighs> and he's, uh, oh yeah. That Mrs. was like Officer, his big, big. Yeah. yeah. I love that song. He's funny and fun and kind of like, we, 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 we got it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like a, a cop. cop. An- another guy that deserves mention. I don't think he's number one. I hope I'm not spoiling it, but um, in terms of flow, uh, ludicrous, he need, he deserves yes. some props. He deserves, yes. deserves props. Yes. He's fun. Uh, Another person I think in that zone is Two Chains. I don't think everyone's oh, and he was yeah. pick Two Chains. I, I love yeah. Two Chains. He's Two Chains. so fun right. and he's just like he, yeah. he makes me happy. I love his songs. I like yeah. Two Chains. When he first came out, I wanted to be like eh, I don't like this guy, but I I do. And every like all yeah. of his song, like I'm like I just I like him. I like I Two like Chains. The sound of his voice yeah. and he's got attitude oh, yeah. and he's got swag, but he's kind of fun and cool and uh, yeah, yeah. Two he's Chains good. is awesome. He's, awesome. he's been around for a while. Like he's stuck around. Here's our first disagreement. I hate two chains. <laughs> you I hate two chains. Oh, not. Oh, he's on my. He's on my. He's on my worst list, guys. He's on my wow. worst list. Oh, yeah. oh. wow. Not. I just. I. I can't. I can't think of a two chain song that I would want to listen to. Like. Oh, like I would never bro. like pull up Spotify and go. Oh, let me hear a two chain song. Like that's never something I would say. Really? Wow. Really? Do you like Atlanta hip hop? Um, I mean, some like, um, I mean, if we're, if we're, I mean, and I'll use it to throw out a name. Um, well, two names. I mean, I like outcast. So okay. I have, the I best have ever the best. I have, ever. Yes. I have Andre Outcast's and amazing. big boy together. Cause I mean, Andre, I think is on everyone's list. I feel like Big Boy does not get the yes. due he deserves. Like, I think he is one of the most underrated MCs of all time, just because he's next to, he's been next to Andre. But um, I think obviously together, it's it's freakish how, how good they are. Um, so, um, but I mean, when we're talking Atlanta, like it can, it's kind of all over the board for me. Like some of the stuff, like, I really like some of the stuff I'm kind of, eh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I'm not going to go crazy over Atlanta hip hop. What, what my about- favorite two chains is birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> what about <laughs> me, what I do and who I do it for? <laughs> I love, I love two chains, but what, what about okay. a he's, name? He's, yeah. What about a name like Mac Miller? Maybe, maybe not on someone's list or logic. My, uh, Logic, yeah. Logic yeah. is a guy who, like Mac Miller, I think has a lot of skill and ability. And for me, they're the same. I they're like good, good rappers. But I feel like Busta Rhymes should be on everyone's list. That's my opinion. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I like Busta Rhymes, but yeah, he's he wasn't. He's unique. A, yeah, I never. Yeah, loved he's got his own style. Yeah, I guess everyone yeah. has their own style, but he has a very specific style. 
I don't know that they do, Sarah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know I that they like, do. I feel like E40 should be on everyone's top 25 list. I mean, because he, he changed a lot of hip hop. So, and he has some too, iconic songs. Yeah. Too short. Mm-hmm. That goes, we go into and he's Bay Area. Short. Yeah, he's Bay Area. Yeah, Bay Area. Joey yes. and I have met E40 several times. Um, just, uh, yeah. What was he go like? On. Oh, he's just one amazing. Well, just one of the most, uh, just one of the gentlemen's, just a real gentleman. Like I, I never met someone that's uh, that gracious and personable and and friendly. And I just totally blew my mind. He's 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 the Captain Sabaho guy, and and he's yeah. one of the nicest guys I've ever met. So he's lovely. He's like he'll he'll spend time and just have it, you know. So we met him in the context of we we're doing some photography, um, and he was. He just kind of like would hang out, have a chat, you know, and talk and visit. Wasn't sometimes when you're around celebrity people, they can be, um, you know, they're always on and they're kind yeah. of like making sure that they're not talking to the help or this or that. Yeah. And I, I, he just kind of would hang out, talk, talk a little shit. He was, he seemed genuinely like Joey had some deep knowledge and he seemed genuinely like, uh, like, you know, impressed and honored that hey, somebody was so knowledgeable about his catalog mace yeah. it's, it's not the first rapper i've met i mean you know kurtz kurtz i know you met the guy from onyx <laughs> <laughs> i'm cool now every time i see a yeah. rapper i you know did you did you tell him about our uh experiencing him when we were uh 15 years old i don't think i Do remember, remember that, that experience please enlighten me no i don't remember that <laughs> How can, okay. How can you not remember? So, uh, so for the listeners, we, we all used to live in the Bay area where Mason and Sarah still live. Um, and so I had won tickets to a concert on the, the local hip hop station. And, uh, the show was the, the headliner was MC light. MC and light. I remember up, that. What was E40 and the click was, was opening up. He legit. Shut up. So, he opened for them. Yes. Yes. Which is super weird. Like when you think about it. Yes. So it was at this club. Like, I don't even know how we got in. It was probably should have been like 21 plus. Like, I don't remember. Yes. And so we dress like we're going to like a high school. (laughs) Right. Right. And so, yeah, it was by all the strip clubs in in San Francisco. Um, And me and Mason are dressed like, yeah, we're going to like our high school prom in in the suburbs. (laughs) Like Mason had a sweater on. Yeah, yeah. My my father and mother dropped us off, went and had dinner in San Francisco, and they were gonna pick us up. And so we go in. It's like a two drink minimum. We have no idea what that means, and we're freaking out because we got like ten dollars between us, probably. And so we're you know we're buying like you know Shirley Temples or or something like that. And you know there's like weed and drinking and everything going on, and this was completely new to us. And yeah, and so just and this was like a small club. And so like the click and E40 are just like walking around us. And we are just like deer in headlights, wide eyed and just freaking out a little bit. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, I have vivid memories to this day about being, and I think we were maybe there's maybe two other white people (laughs) in that whole show. Um, so it was, (laughs) I have, yeah, it's, it will always stick in my mind. I don't remember that he was the, like, opening act i i remember mc light i remember going to that show with you um but i don't think I, maybe i didn't know who e40 was at the time i i yeah i i had no idea i yeah. had no idea who it was so yeah <laughs> i mean i i, I had uh 
I think it was the E40 and the Click it had uh, their tape. I think what, what was their first album? I don't know. I had it. I, I was bumping it in my V my 1974 VW hatchback. That was my, Ooh, that was my I remember that. I remember that car. <laughs> you <laughs> we, too, you had to drive with the windows down because the um <laughs> the the they'd freeze up and the um what is it called? The defroster wouldn't work. So right. we'd have to roll the windows down and just like just I don't know why roll. couldn't we just wipe the window down? Was it that was, just too hard? Just like I, I, think, I feel like you know, I mean, it was an older car. You didn't want to overwipe it. Uh, did it have a hole in the floor? <laughs> no, that like was my, no, that <laughs> was my Datsun. 1976 Datsun B210, which had a rusted out <laughs> cabin floor. You could see that it was like the Flintstones. You could see the road. Just I think I case. merged yeah. those two cars together. I don't know. I thought they were one. I, yeah. used, to, I yeah. used to whip that car around like a like a little race car. Just whip it around the East Bay. I loved it. It was cool. It was like mustard yellow, right? Yeah, it was. It had. It, it just. It felt like a real analog car. Like no perks. It just went. You turned it on, and you could either go or stop. And that's your. You know. There's nothing else. No AC. Nothing. So, so Joe. So I. I know you know my brother got very into like building high performance automobiles. Yes. And his car, like the the car that he built around, was a Datsun 240Z. Um, it was the, the Z. But cars. yeah, he he would put. It went through so many iterations, but it, it built like these fifteen hundred horsepower versions of the Datsun two forty Z. And I think his claim to fame at some point was it was like the fastest, definitely in the United States. Maybe it was like the second fastest Datsun two forty Z, which apparently is a thing in the world. Um, so shout out to uh, my brother and his fast Datsun. But yeah. Datsun, I guess, makes good cars. Is all I'm I trying mean, to they, say. They, they did make good cars. They did, and then they yeah. became Nissan. And I don't know why, but That's another conversation, I guess. Brought to you right. by brought to you by Nissan. Okay, I'm going to put a name out there that I don't think is on. I'm, I'm going to give you a name that I don't think is on anybody's list. Maybe, maybe, um, but who I think is amazing and super talented, and it's Little Dicky. Okay, do you guys disagree with me? I think Little Dicky is so fucking cool. Um, if you listen to his music, like somehow he figures out how to be funny, thoughtful, emotional, raw, interesting. And then he, he, he doesn't go everywhere either. He just is like, he did one album, which was, I thought was great. And then he went and made a TV show, which was unique and special and interesting and emotional and was great. And then he, every once in a while he puts a video out and I'm like, that guy's fucking cool. And he's yeah. super talented. And I feel like he deserves a mention. Yeah. He's I don't a- think he's anybody's best. He's a good, he's a really good artist, I believe. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah I'm sorry, artist. you were going to say something? Yeah. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I, I like want to hate Little Dicky, but I can't. Like, he's good. And I watched the show. The show was really good. Like, I was like, I like the show. The show's incredible. I like that. Yeah. He's the really talented. So it's like one of those things yeah. where when I used but, to hear it, I'd be like annoyed at first, but he's really good. Yeah. So he's yeah, not. But, it's unexpected. It's unexpected yeah. how good he is. Like, yeah. you, you. You kind of, I get what you're saying. Like he, it feels like really simple what he's doing. And then when you, when you take it all in, you're like, wow, yeah. he put a lot of thought into this. And let's not, let's not fuck around here. He doesn't, he doesn't belong in the Mount Rushmore of, uh, of rappers. No, of course not. I just felt like he needed, he, I just felt like I wanted to put his name out there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll throw another name out there um, that, uh, you know, is on, is newer. Um, and, and 
to me, he's had a meteoric rise and and has to be near the top. Okay, is not my top, but is Kendrick Lamar. Well, oh uh, yes. Well, 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 that's my guy. That's my pick. That's your number one. That's, that's your pick. pick. That's my number one with wow. undisputed. Wow. wow. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. He, he, I, and the yeah. only thing I had to really deal with was the length of his career because right now. Mm. He's flying as close to the sun as as yes. hot as you can get as I've seen any rapper ever. And he's doing it um in, you know, he's not prolific. He's doing it in a way that they used to do it. And he's uh super yeah. successful. And now he's doing production. He's an amazing he's my favorite hip hop artist of all time. Wow. Really? Wow. He's in my wow. top ten wow. on my list here yeah. that I created. He's, yeah. I yeah. I think he's a, incredibly oh. talented. I love he makes albums, not just songs. And uh, yeah, and and I like his I like his tonality and what he has to say. He's like yeah, I, I just kind of, uh, yeah, he he's blown uh, me away. He's blown me, and I I love hip hop. I love hip hop for a long time, and I yeah, and I, I, but he's my guy. Slow he down. is a pure he is a yeah. pure rapper. We just got sure. to it. We we, we got right, right there. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He, <laughs> and he's he's a rapper's rapper. Yeah, I think he yeah, yeah for sure. He and I think he thinks in, you know, that full production way he thinks mm-hmm. through how everything is going to sound. Um, he, you know, who is going to be on there, like what message, you know, especially after I think probably his first couple albums, like I think he realized pretty quickly, like the, you know, he was speaking for you know a big group of people um, and like the message he's trying to get across. And then, yeah, I mean, it, even if you look at the Black Panther soundtrack, that thing is frigging amazing. amazing. Like nobody talks about soundtracks anymore. And like, right. I still listen to that's like the only soundtrack of the last decade I listened to. Uh, yeah. I feel like, you know, when you're uh, like, when, if you want to relate it to, af- at, you know, like athletics again, like, it, you know, when you're talking about an athlete and you're seeing them in their prime, right. But you're seeing them matched against careers of other people. You know, I right. think we, we might be seeing Kendrick Lamar at his prime right now. And it's, you mm-hmm. know, his prime for me is as good as anyone's. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, like how amazing. So I, I have Dr. Dre on my list because I, I think Dr. Dre is really talented as a rapper and obviously as a producer. Um, I don't think he's the best, but that if you think about the people that Dr. Dre has introduced to the world, like how fucking good is that guy's picker, right? Like starting with NWA and then finding Snoop Dogg and Eminem and Kendrick Lamar. And like, like that guy knows quality. Um, And so I feel like some accolades need to be thrown his way, even though his, his his rap skills are okay. Right. But um, he, he knows, he knows talent for sure. Oh yeah. Cause he found Kendrick like as a teenager, I think. Yeah. As a, like a young kid in Compton and was like, dude, I heard there was a, um, did you guys ever watch the, there was a, um, like a making of the NWA movie. And they were talking about, they were interviewed Kendrick because he remembers as a boy going down when they were shooting a video down the street from where he grew up. And he met Dr. Dre like as a little boy and told him, I want to be a rapper and I love what you do. And it was a cool story to hear Kendrick telling it. And it, because it all came full circle, obviously. And it was just like one of those rare, like, oh, that's, that's sweet. That's cool. Hey, Mason, that's cool. You forgot about Eminem. He also, he also kind of. I said brought, Eminem. Yeah. Oh, you said Eminem? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Eminem. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I have Eminem on my list. I don't know if anyone's going to make a case that he's number one. No. I think that he's in my top three. Um, when I was, when I was like in my thirties, twenties, Eminem could do no wrong. He, he had an amazing like set of albums. His first like three or four albums were just phenomenal. His, I think that there's, I don't, I don't, if, if we were talking about lyricists, pure, pure lyricists, he maybe is the best. I feel like in the last like five or 10 years, he's gotten, I don't know if he has OCD or something, but he has gotten like more and more complex with his lyrics, but the music has become more boring. I don't know if that makes sense. If you, if you guys have listened to his current music and I, so, so for him, like when he was more free and emotional, maybe emotionally disturbed, his music was just crazy and unreal. And then he got to this place where he was just very like mechanical and it was, it's, it's exceptional. Like the, the complexity of it's exceptional, but I get tired of listening to it. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear it the way I used to, I used to just listen to his albums back to back to back to back to back because they were so fun and, and just, I couldn't believe the rhyme combinations he was coming up with. Um, so shout out to Eminem, but I don't know if anyone else is going to make the case that he's number one. I, I do feel like he's, I, I think anyone would have a hard time arguing he doesn't belong in like top five, but he 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 doesn't belong in my top five. Ah. Whoa. I think he's, he's really talented, an M&M hater. but he's so angry. <laughs> like, he's just like when I like, I know, I know that doesn't like, it doesn't reflect how talented someone is. But like when I listen to his music, I'm just like, it's so angry that now I can't listen to it. Anymore. Like, I'm just like, Meh. I'm over it. It's like, one I of the reasons. It's it one out. of the reasons. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why I've like been disappointed because I felt like early on in his career, his anger was more, uh, I don't know, it felt more authentic. And then now he's just, I think he's just like, he's just mad. Yeah, and it's I don't like he's just yelling. Because he's actually, yeah, I don't know if it's because he's actually mad or because that's who his like persona ha- has become. And I don't know. I, yeah. I, you know, the kind of hip hop I listened to, uh, his production was kind of different than what I would. I, I think I was used to a different kind of production style than yeah. what, he, what yeah. he kind of focused on. Um, yeah. I respect it. And I don't, I don't think I respected him. You know, obviously he's an amazing lyricist. I don't, I don't think it's aged well. I don't like when, mm. when I put on M&Ms, I, you know, and I feel like he hasn't had the evolution that, that you kind of hope for, for somebody like that. Right. Um, and it's like, you know, and it's like at the gym, I feel like, that and maybe that's why because like you hear it at the gym all the time you know what i mean and there's like certain songs you know like lose yourself is always going to be on some gym playlist and it's like like you've you've heard some of that stuff you know ad nauseum and it 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 is like the for a certain subset of person too like it still holds like a special place but 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 yeah i i i just don't think it i think yeah i think you're right for for whatever, how many, four or five albums, it was crazy yeah. high level and obviously uh, lyricist. It, I but, remember, but, Kurt, yeah, I got to say one thing about Eminem. I remember, I have a memory. You remember when you had, I, I remember being in your truck and we drove down at like midnight when his album came out and we're listening to it on the way back. And I remember the first time I ever heard the song Stan, right? With Dido. And it was this yep. like, it, that blew my mind because I felt like that, like invented this new form of, of storytelling that was, and and it was just like cross genre. And it was this beautiful song that was also had this, it was like a story that had this crazy twist ending. And 
like he was inventing shit and doing something totally different at a time when hip hop was really in a, you know, it was, it, that was this moment where I feel like a lot of, it was expanding into all these different genres that now exist. Um, and, and, and and I, that's one of the reasons why for me, he's like a, a real one. And he kind of like, because, because he was inventing and creating new paths for people. Um, in addition to his, his lyricism, I, I, he was experimenting with different types of sounds and music, things like that too. I feel like Eminem is, uh, in a sense, it, it's, it's kind of a microcosm for hip hop in general is, you know, you have a small window in hip hop to be kind of like that persona and that kind of style and you can't yeah. really age and very few rappers can really age. So Eminem's still trying to very creative, try, still trying to put out yeah. great material, but hip hop doesn't age well. I mean, when you get, yeah. when you're in your forties, you're not, you know, unless you're Jay Z, you know, shout out yeah. so probably on someone's list. Um, if, unless you're Jay Z, you just don't age well in hip hop. So you're, you know, Eminem is now competing against young Eminem. It's tough. Can we have a spoiler? Does anyone have Jay Z as their top pick? Cause I'll, I, I'll, not as, not as my top okay. pick, he's but my top, he's, top, he's top three, top, top three, he's top 10. Okay. I, I, I feel like Jay-Z, don't I, say I like it. Jay-Z. Don't say it. No, no, no. I, I like Jay-Z and I feel like he's talented and skilled and he has a great catalog of music, but like I've never, I've never found, I, I never want to listen to Jay-Z. I, I don't know. I, I just kind of like, yeah. Revisit, what should I listen to? Revisit Reasonable Doubt, his first album. It's a it's a classic. Okay. One of those, you know, what what a source give out five mic classic albums. It's okay. his, it's it, it's his best album. I always had a I always had a hard time because he was he was like he's one of these people who you look at any list he's under, he's always at the top, and I and so I feel like I, I mean I guess I'm saying he's maybe I feel like he's a little overrated. Like I think he's amazing, but I also think there are lots of people who are better than him. And sure, more interesting he, to listen to. Sure. So he, I, I, I probably like him less because he's always been so popular. He did a song with Eminem. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard Renegade. And I remember listening to that song and being like, dude, Eminem was a guest MC on this song and like really just yeah. stole the show and was Not, so much more like talented and, and uh, had so much more craftsmanship than Jay-Z did on his own track, which was, I thought was, Nas Weird. in a beef track with Jay Z, yeah, actually uh, pointed out that Eminem killed him in his own track. So I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's documented. Nas, is, Nas it's requires mentioning as well. Yes. Well, no. Yes. Nas is number two. Here's my top three guys. Since you already fucking said it, sorry. Okay, okay, um, okay. It's Kendrick Lamar number one. <laughs> Nas number two. Jay Z number three, and probably. Uh, most deaf number four. That's that's it. Most Tupac, okay. Tupac five, Biggie him. six, and that's 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 my list. So Joey's oh. dropping names now. All right. Wow. <laughs> I know he just he he just took the whole bag yeah, and just threw it out there. The well, yeah. I mean, Kurt, you named Kendrick, then uh, um, uh, Mace, who Jay Z, and I was like, that's my list. I well, yeah, I really didn't expect list. any. I I would, didn't expect you to have Kendrick on your number one. Oh yeah. I didn't either. I, I, yeah, I feel like I, I, well, he he belongs he belongs in the conversation though for sure. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. All right, I'll throw. Okay, out, well, I'm going to throw out another yeah. name. Yeah, I don't Sarah, think it's go. top for anyone like top number one. But anyways, it, someone that I actually I do like ASAP Rocky. 
I don't know oh, if yeah, anyone love else. Him. Love him. Love he's, him. He's love awesome. Him. Yeah, he's awesome. All right, he's, he's up there for me. So he feels like I, I, a utility utility player to me. But I, I like love, how I love his music. He plays around with auto tune and his voice in mm-hmm. in really cool ways. I like I like what he does. And he he samples music well, like the choices that he makes for like sampling oh, yeah. or I don't know soulful soulful. Yeah. One of my favorite hip hop memories, Sarah, is when Darren introduced me to the ASAP Rocky song. I got a fucking problem, right? That is the best. I love that song. He, he, I remember Darren was like so amazed with that song that he just wanted to play it all the time. And, and he would just be like, listen to the song. I'm like, I heard it. I love it. And he played it again. He's like, I'm going to play it again. Oh. And that, that song is fun. And I, th- those are, I think actually that song has um, a lot, th- that has ASAP Rocky. I think Drake's on it. I think. Uh, oh, Dra- Drake's a good one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Does it yeah. have Drake? So number two chains is Drake on it. Two Kendrick up. Lamar and two chains are on that yes. song. Two I had chains. It that's what, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. And Kendrick. And, and Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. So that, on that was. Yeah. 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 You know, so speaking of those names. So I saw this is probably circa 2014, maybe 2014, 15. I saw Drake was a headliner and it was ASAP Rocky and Kendrick were the openers, but they were, they oh, were still man. very, wow. very new. So like like now that's uh-huh. a crazy show, and then it was just kind of like Drake yeah. and then a couple openers, and you were who were newer and, right. and you were kind of excited about, and so it was yeah, phenomenal. In terms of, in terms of flow and just how easy he is as a listen to, Drake is really unmatched. I mean, he makes songs and just like they're just easy to listen to. You can listen to him in your car. Yes, listen to him with and- your kids. Listen to him anywhere. Yeah, his volume of work is also like that Incredible. guy is on every fucking song ever. Although the the so my knock on Drake is that I don't ever want to just listen to Drake. Like I love him as a guest on a song. And I feel like that's where he really shines where he just comes in with this smooth fun flow. It's bouncing all over the place. But like I don't want to listen to a Drake so, album. So the the great yeah. thing about a Drake the great thing about a Drake album is um and this is kind of like the secret menu here. It's corporate <laughs> friendly. You could play it at any corporate event. That's Most true. of it is not, it's not really bad to play, you know, no bad words. Did you guys, were you uh, like up on the, when Drake and Meek Mill had that beef? Like the, this one thing where I think Drake really shined when he came, when he did that song back to back, that's like one of my favorite yeah. Drake songs, which was, I, I don't know that it was actually a freestyle, but he did it in a very short, short turnaround, right? Where they had this beef. And then like the next day he released this track and then he released back to back the next day. And it was like, Oh shit. That was, that was, that was good. That was good. <laughs> I pre- appreciate the effort. You know, he put time into that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. If you, yeah, if I you think- look up any artist, so Drake has a like, collaborated with like every single he's artist. like kevin bacon right <laughs> so you could do insane, that game yeah. with kevin bacon with <laughs> drake. six degrees of drake <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> justin bieber guys he did he's done some good stuff with drake and i like justin bieber and as a talented kid he's not really a rapper but his snl musician. performance like this year whatever that yeah. was like a few months ago was amazing Justin He's been Bieber. getting really like yeah. I, I like his music. I I gotta say, and I saw him. I think it was on the the uh, what's that, the New York the morning show whatever. Um, and he did like he did a he rapped over that um, it was that Otis Redding song that I think Jay Z did, and he did like a freestyle on it. And I was like, damn, Justin Bieber, 
has flipped. Well, which Man. just which Justin is more influential Beeps. now, Justin Timberlake or Justin Bieber? Mm, that's a good question. It's hard. I think Justin Bieber, Bieber, but Justin Timberlake still got it. My 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 wife went to with her sister went to a Justin Timberlake show. I think it was maybe like a year ago, right before the quarantine deal, and they sat up front. And had a real close seat to the stage. And my wife swears that like JT and her had a high <laughs> lock connection yeah. moment. She's like, that's it was the it was the best performance I've ever seen. It was so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so JT's still got it. Still oh, got he's it. so cool. I love that guy. Love that guy. He's talented. Yeah. He's one of those guys, kind of like um, what's the guy who did uh, uh I'm blanking. He's he does a 21 karat um He's not a rapper, but he does like you talking about Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Mars. Yes, he's like a multi-talented artist. Bruno. Yes, yes. You know what's so interesting? And I know Bruno's not in a. He's not in the rap conversation. But I heard a story. I was listening to Howard Stern, and it was the producer. uh, I think Mark Ronson who does all those songs, and he was telling a story about that song, and how they had the hook for like two years, and they and every time they would get together to produce some music. They'd be like, you want to work on that song? And, and they could never figure it out um, how to get the song because it, it just didn't make any sense. All they had was a hook. And then at some point they figured out like a bridge that connected it all. I don't even know what it was, but then, then they wrote the song that day and it was done. And it was, I, I always love hearing stories about how songs get written because you think that they just, people some started at the beginning and wrote the song, but, <laughs> but there's always these weird paths that people take to get to what yeah. we come to know as the, the final product is, is pretty amazing. Have you guys heard the new hymn with Anderson Pac, the Silk Sonic song? Oh, oh Anderson Pac. Yeah. I love He's, that guy. Yeah. I don't Bruno know Mars, this. Yeah. I have to look it up. Bruno Mars is, he, he's uh, like just, he's, he's a gifted singer. He really is. That's, there's another way to say it. Oh, yeah. Entertainment. I think, yeah, I think Anderson Pac could be like, he, he, for me, he feels to me like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Like a few years ago, like he's collaborated. Up. Yeah. Yeah. They've collaborated. Well, actually, Anderson Park and Kendrick Lamar have collaborated quite a bit. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to yeah. make, I'm going to make my case because I think it's going to be controversial okay. and I think you guys are going to disagree with me and I'm going to argue with you. So the person <laughs> I pick for my number one is, and, and it's based. And I think for me, there was like no question. No one else made sense. Um, He's an innovator. He's evocative, creative, creates complex. He makes albums. Every single one of his albums is an evolution. It's completely new. He, you don't ever listen to like his music and it say it sounds the same. He's experimenting. He has production skills. So he's making, he's emotionally raw, vulnerable. His lyrics are clever and funny and interesting. And, and for me, I also have these like, really emotional relationships with all his albums because like I remember I was going through like my divorce and it would like gave me this comfort I was traveling listening to this and when this music came out he launched a CD the same day as like 50 Cent and there was this beef and it was like who's gonna win the y- best y'all, album y'all know who this is right okay and, he, and then in like good I, I, I have these memories of happy periods where it's just like uh, his music just made me feel so great and when I remember Joey, once we were traveling, we were in Europe and we had been on this long trip and we're kind of like fighting a little bit 
And then a song came on the radio, this song he did with Estelle, and it just made me feel like homesick, but also like happy. And he's also someone that my mom knows who he is, right? So he's like, he, he has transcended and he, he is a transcendent artist. And that's why the person I think is the best is Master P. It's Kim Kardashian's ex. Kim Kardashian's ex, Kanye West, is the best rapper. Hands down, period. No argument. You cannot convince me anyone else is a better, like, has a better career as a rapper, has more talent. And I know everybody hates him because, like, he wore a MAGA hat. And he's crazy and he's said some stupid shit and he is an egomaniac. But I also feel like that's, that's like contributed to a lot of his art. And, and, and I will say, I don't love all his albums. Some of his albums like 808 and Heartbreaks, I don't really like the album at all. But I appreciate that he was trying something new and doing a different sound. And then he would come back and do something like fucking Life of Pablo, which is just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. amazing. <laughs> It's, I don't, I don't know any, uh, any album that's like more musical and interesting than that. So that's my vote. Hey, you guys can tear it up. I know Kurt, I think you don't like solid Kanye. Trust. I think you hate Kanye. Am I right? Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're kidding me, right? Is oh, you like Kanye? Setup? Oh no. I yeah. thought you hated Kanye for some reason. No, no. I've, I've, I've been a Kanye apologist <laughs> for about as long as he's been around. That's a great word. You have to be like, if you like Kanye, you have to be an apologist. You have to be like, I know he's an asshole, but you have to listen to his music. It's, it's so true. Cool. It's so I true. I mean, the, the, the average Kanye listener, I mean, the average lit, okay, maybe the average person sees Kanye the man and his actions and doesn't really understand. Does, if you don't dive into his music, you don't really understand. Right. Don't understand. Right. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. So no. I, Con- I have Kanye a confession. Go, yeah. Sarah. Oh, yeah. He, he's mine too. It wasn't. Hey, okay. There was. heard about the good news. Well, Mason gave his whole. <laughs> I just had to let it run, but I had to really think. I mean, it, there was a lot that went into you know to consideration. I don't love every single one of his albums, but Mason said it well. It's like as an innovator and pushing boundaries, and he has many albums that you can listen to from beginning to end. Some may, maybe maybe mm. not, but he's got both. You have to. Yeah, and he keeps putting things out, so you just don't know like where he's going to go. And he definitely pushes yeah. the lines and the limits from an artistic perspective. Like some of the songs he's done, um, like what was it like um, the album where where he like I, I think it was on SNL. He performed Black Skinhead and the other song from that album. And when he performed those two songs, nothing had sounded like those two songs before ever. Like on that in that performance, you were like, "Wait, what is he doing?" A- that's on Jesus, I think. I think so. Yeah. You were yeah. just like, what, what's yeah. he going to do? And like, it was almost like, do I like it or do I not like it? I don't know. And anyways, yeah, you said it all, yeah. Mason. I can't really. Do you know what else I, he I, discovered? I, yeah. Well, what? what? I, so I, I, I looked it up. These are the people that he sort of discovered or presented to the world. Chance the Rapper. Oh, yeah. Okay. Amazing. He, Two amazing. Chains, which I think we had some mixed uh, things with. Nicki Minaj. Travis Scott. Kid Cudi, who I know you like, Joe. I like Kid um, Cudi. Tyler, the creator. Chief Keef, who apparently is good. I don't know who he is, but I saw him on the list. Big Sean and J. Cole. Who J. Cole, a lot of people like J. Cole. He's okay. 
He's he's on a lot of lists though. When yeah, I was like, Jay, looking. Jay Cole, Jay Cole is uh, he's solid. I mean, his production and his he's got the best like musicians around him making the best right, production right. value music. Yeah. Yeah, so I I had it, it was almost two number ones for me. Okay. Um so, so you might as well put Kanye as as my as my one and I I'll I'll talk about the other one in a minute, but yeah, I mean it's I mean Kanye has yeah, for for sure. I mean so many full albums that that almost every track is is pretty amazing. And yeah, like I mm-hmm. don't love every every song, but but I mean especially in today's day and age where like that's fairly rare to have so many songs where you're digging it and where an album feels like a full theme, like it's thematic all the way through. It's not just a bunch of songs mashed together or, you know, you're releasing EPs or whatever it might be. It's, you know, it's full. And, And yeah, clearly he puts so much thought and effort into what the sound is like what the the tonality what the you know just sonically overall like and and you read the stories and and you know he's still wanting to go back you know and now with spotify like you know that he can go back and you know adjust tracks and make them sound better and add a you know add a little symbol here that he wanted to add but um and two from a you know we were talking about the live perspective so i've seen him two times, three times. So, um, watch the throne is like my second favorite concert of all time. Mm. Um, I was fortunate enough to be like during that show, they had like a a second stage towards the back of the the floor. And so I was lucky enough to be like right next to it. And you know, that, that show just was one of those transcendent, like, leave your body. This is, you know, like you're seeing something that is next worldly and, and, um, and, and then just even I'm, you know, seeing him, uh, I saw Kendrick open for him on whatever that was, the, the Jesus where he had Jesus come out and all that <laughs> stuff. I mean, he, he was amazing there again, didn't need a band, but, um, he obviously had enough theatrics and stuff like that to make up for that. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm right on board with that as a, as a topic. Con- Who was your other person? You said you had another one. Um, is, and so I, you know, I've gone back this week and, and I don't know if you guys did too, went back and listened to a bunch of people just to kind of like refresh and see like, you know, stuff I hadn't maybe listened to. Um, and then obviously there's been, um, some other, uh, like films and podcasts and stuff. So that have gone into his life a little bit and, and, and kind of dug in deeper. So for, for me, it's Biggie. 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 That was number two. That was. Yeah. (laughs) So Kurt, Kurt, did you just, go ahead. Did you happen to catch that uh, recent doc on Netflix about him? Did you watch that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty amazing because it talked about how, how, you know, he had a kind of a jazz upbringing. And you didn't realize that about mm-hmm. Biggie. And and then hearing his voice, he has almost an R&B voice. So he had all his talent. He could kind of do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. He has some of the it, best was, songs was, ever. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that was I, on on uh, The Ringer has a, a, a series called uh, 60 Songs That Made the 90s. Yeah. 
Uh, and so they, they kind of delve into obviously 60 songs. And so juicy is one that, the, that they talk about and just breaking down that song. But then they, he also goes into a lot oh. of the other stuff that, that I'd almost forgotten about ready to die and just how, yeah. like how dark the album can be, you know what I mean? Like he, he and like he commits suicide at the end, not really, mm-hmm. but, but you know, he, he commits right. suicide, but, but then you have these songs that are, you know, to this day, like he, you know, that's one teenagers today could still get into, you know, like juicy and songs like that. And so, um, and I just feel like, and again, that's what, one of those ones where you look at, obviously it's short because he was killed, but, but I feel like, you know, you talk about that flying close to the sun he he's right there because yeah. his best was so fucking amazing. So and, and, yeah. and, and that's what I noticed this week when I went back and just listened to the way he put words together and like the way he evoked emotion in, um, and just put, you know, in such a short time and, and just a short grouping of songs that he did. It's unreal. Biggie, I have a bad parent big, confession. Uh, uh, uh when I was, so when my son was really little and we used to drive around a lot and I would always be listening to hip hop music and he was really into counting. And one of his favorite songs when he was like, just learning to speak was 10 crack commandments. (laughs) 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 You could count along Uh, with it and it was four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, But yes. He told stories and had the charisma like no one else. Like you wanted to be his friend and like hear what he had to say. And Juicy for me is my best. It's the best rap song in the history of rap songs. So it's, good. Yeah, it's the best. So good. It's the so best. Good. I so love Biggie, that song. Biggie was, I, I used to put that CD in my CD, man. Uh, if you guys remember the, those, they were like the portable CD players. And I'd, I'd lay down and I used to, I used to just listen to, uh, what was the second album, uh, a second big track on that album? It was, um, to all the ladies in the place with style and grace, you know, that, that one. And I memorized that whole song and I just, I I would just memorize all the lyrics. And that was one of the first songs that I actually did that. And it got me thinking about like how to flow and like how Mm -hmm. to put together, you know, uh, you know, bars, you know, actually like put put it together correctly because he did it so perfectly. And um, that was when, when it got me thinking about it. And that's what I think maybe uh, got us all thinking about uh, being, being rappers. Yeah. Get Money. Remember that song? I yeah. love that song too. A oh little Kim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little Kim. <laughs> yeah. No, but he, he, yeah. Uh, he, like you said, Kurt, he was one of the best ever. Cause there's something, there's something intangible about it. I mean, I, I he, he had such force in his voice and you can't mm-hmm. replicate that. So it's funny. There's a name that we haven't talked about. Maybe it's because we thought it would, might be someone's top, but I like nobody has talked about Tupac Shakur yet. Who was he? Was my number two, and I I feel like just like Biggie was like one of those. He, he was he was angry, and he had so much to say, and he was so poetic and so emotional and so raw and so talented and so fucking like intelligent and amazing and and God you know, also flew too close to the sun and deserves mention because his, his flow was like next level. It was, it was forward thinking and he was talking about 
really important issues and was you like just yeah. like that's a guy who, who I feel like I think you 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 brought this up in a conversation once, Kurt, where it was kind of like when you think about all these musicians whose lives were cut short too early, like that guy, I wanted to see what would become of him because he was so smart and so like connected to issues. I feel like mm. he could have been like the fucking president, you yeah. know, at, knowing that yeah. my vote, Kanye tried to run for president, which was just a travesty <laughs> and was disgusting. Yeah. Like Tupac <laughs> could have run for president and been a good president. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like that's a guy who, God, he could, he would have been uh, a, a great actor and an activist and, a, and, and would, would have been a voice of change. And it's, it's just devastating that he was lost. Um, and I feel like, fuck, that he was, he was amazing. He was really great and had some albums that, that also like, and songs that come up that you just, you just want to keep listening to. What's, yeah, well, I th think about what, what he would have had to say during the last year, two years, you know what I mean? Like how he could have, cause I feel like, yeah, if he's, yeah. if he's alive all this time, obviously he probably has, all this capital with the community and, and having that singular voice that, that probably nobody else would have yeah. had. Um, yeah, it's, right. I, yeah. We're, the world is, is worse off for not having him around. Yeah. He was yeah. good at calling bullshit, he, right? He has, calling he has bullshit on, on placating yeah. fucking like points of view. He has like, the, no. he has the unfair advantage of dying. Like, you know, like right True. before his peak, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What's your, uh, guys, uh, what is your favorite? Typically we should have our one segment on Tupac. What is your favorite Tupac song? Cause I think we all have a favorite Tupac song. Changes. It's mine. <laughs> Changes. Yeah. He did a song with fucking Steve Windwood music. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Windwood. And he made this, it, that, that song, like the lyrics are so powerful and he's talking about, it, it, it was, it was what I, what I wanted. And one thing, you know, we didn't really talk about where hip hop has gone and where it is and all the, like, and maybe we will in our next segment, when we're talking yes. about the worst hip hop, uh, <laughs> but like, he was really someone I wanted. I wanted people to continue using hip hop music as a political platform and speaking about issues. And I feel like that has largely been lost. I think Kendrick still does it. Yeah. Kendrick um, does it. Yeah. You know, and a little bit Kanye did. And there's a little bit of it that's still in the foundations, but like that was sort of what he was about. And, and I feel like yeah. that has been lost. Anyway, I, I think how I you want it is probably my favorite. favorite Tupac song. Oh, that's good. Let me oh, act yeah. a big yeah. deal. Mason, 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 you got me into that song. <laughs> uh, I never appreciated it as much to tell tell you. And you like broke you broke the whole fucking song down for me one time. You were like, listen here, he's gonna go here and he's gonna go here. Uh, you had this full like yeah, whole class song. on it. And ever since then, like, yeah, that's that's my favorite Tupac song. That was probably that you're right. Like that, his flow in that song was so good. He just heard like bounce, bounce. Ah, <laughs> I, I like Tupac a lot. Oh, 
no, 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 I can't, I can't, I honestly, like, I can't think of names of songs, I, take, I know, I, I know, this is so, I'm in the Rewind, sound selector. I'm going to be honest, right now, I'm totally blanking on an actual name of a Tupac song. I mean, I could have uh, just pulled one from one of you guys have been like, yeah, but I do, to, I do like Tupac, to, but I'm like, I can't think of one song name that I'm like, that's my Tupac song. I to know. Live, to live and die in LA. To, um, I mean, no, keep singing. Know. Let me, my, 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 my best friend. That was a good one too. <laughs> All I need in this life is sin. Is me oh, and my God. girlfriend. Me and my girlfriend. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like that song. <laughs> Your mom. about uh, Two of America's most wanted was Snoop. Oh. California mama love. Song. Your mama. Dear mama. California, California love. California love. Okay, I'll say California love. California. I just feel like it's a cop out though. I mean, I don't have it on the list, but I, I do like, yeah. I, I totally appreciate. Life Tupac. goes on. <gasps> That's yes. There it is. I've, I've said every song is my favorite, but honestly, and Life Goes, goes, on, to, Life goes on was actually, yeah. that is my favorite Tupac song. That was a good song. Thank yeah. you, Mason, for pulling up. He did a song. <laughs> with, he did a song with Digital Underground. I think it's. Um, if, was, if that's I can, where he started. I around. With Digital if Underground. I kiss you and I'll kiss I you back. Right. Oh, was it? Oh, I get yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Kiss you and I'll kiss that? you back. He was on that. Well, yeah. Yep. 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 So I, I, I forget who did it, but I feel like I got to mention a few people here as like on my top list who are not the top, but I feel mm -hmm. like I deserve some mm -hmm. recognition here. So, um, Q-tip is on my list. Um, yes. like if we're, and, mm -hmm. and we haven't talked groups, but I mean, I think probably for, for most of us tribe called quest is probably, um, right up there in the, in the top group. Um, and I feel like Q-tip is, is a big hey, part of that. I mean, I love, yeah. Yeah, what I love I love Tribe Called Quest. I have Q-Tip on one of my worst lists <laughs> because are you serious? I love Tribe Called Quest, but away. if you take Q, whoa, if you take the Tribe whoa, Called Quest whoa, away whoa. from Q-Tip, like and you take his solo career, I, I don't like him. I, I think I think the pundits would disagree. <laughs> the pundits would I, disagree. I'm sure they would. Wow. That's that's a that's that's my yeah. The pundits wow. he's not, he's he's not my worst. I, I was just disappointed in his. Because he's he actually his does a lot career. of the production and he and his voice, man. Yeah, he's yeah, his, yeah. he does. Mm -hmm. I, his voice is <laughs> awesome. I mean, I, you know what song I heard today that's amazing? Uh, he did a song with Janet Jackson back in 1996. Uh, Q Tip and Janet Jackson. I forget the name of the song. Sarah, do you know that Janet Jackson is your like that's your Janet Jackson? I, I, don't, I don't. I'm sorry. I heard, I, heard it, I heard it today. Oh really? Yeah. I, yeah. The, you know what song Q-Tip? I always think Wait, of is. Uh, what? Are you looking it up? Look it up. Um, no, I'm not. No, I'm not looking. Anyone remember the song that's "Galvanized" the by Q-Tip? I have to. Anyone galvanize? No. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a great yeah. song. Love when it. When I went to yeah. Europe, I think he's got a lot of forgettable after the songs. Year, it was like. <laughs> the song that everyone played. And when I came home here, it wasn't as big yet. It did make it really big, but even to this day, like I tried to, I asked, I asked my husband, I played it and he's like, I've never heard this song in my life. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, is it? No, it's, like, a, it's a great song. Well, it's a really good song though. Well, what, what about he, he, he raps on groove is in the heart. Oh, oh yeah. Got, got, got till it's gone. Yes. That's got true. Till it's that gone. was good. Janet Jackson. 
Groove is in the heart was a yeah. good song. I love that song. song. It was so fun. Yeah. Vibrant thing is pretty amazing. Okay. Q-tip solo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe okay, I was, so maybe I was overstating things. Fife Dog. Who else you got on Okay. A couple more on my list. So I got uh black, black thought from the roots. Mm-hmm. I feel like he, uh, he yes, I had him un- underrated um, just because he's mm-hmm. with, the roots. Um, right. So we talked about outcast a uh, little bit. Mm-hmm. So a couple that, that are a little bit, so I have ad rock from BC boys. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always been my favorite rapper from the BC boys. And I think like when you, when you look at what he did, pretty, pretty amazing. Um, I have someone who wasn't in a rap group or was, hasn't really been a rapper by himself, but I have Zach Della Roca from raging. Against well, the yeah, it's a good choice. Yeah. Um, Okay. I feel like he's, um, and then my other one, we kind of mentioned him is chance the rapper. He's oh, yeah. new. Oh, yeah. I don't, he I doesn't have the, mm-hmm. the catalog, but, but I'm amazing. like, amazing. I, I'm, I, I've bought all the, the chance stock. Um, cause yeah, I feel like he's, he has the chance to do something really special. Yeah. I like him. He makes you feel good. Like he, he has mm-hmm. positive energy just flowing out of him. And I, I, I've, the first time I ever heard him was on that song Sunday Candy, and it yeah. that song just it like will brighten my day if I'm uh, so feeling down. Uh, re, you him. should revisit. I don't know if you if you guys heard, but he made a uh, album when he was his first mixtape. It was called uh, forget the name of it. Ten day? Very first mixtape. Check it out. He uh, ten day. Yep, yep. He was like okay. 18, eighteen in high school. He got suspended for ten days. Wrote a rap album, right? <laughs> in 10 days and it's actually amazing it's like a it's like genius almost yeah so his 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 uh his second mixtape acid rap so that's um oh, for, for those God. out there so so i i'm i'm a creative so i do some writing and and stuff like that for work and so when i i have two albums i generally put on when i need to be creative and acid rap and frank ocean orange are, are kind of the two albums i go to and so yeah mm. that is uh, just put you in a, in a certain headspace that I feel like is really, really creative. And so funny, funny chance, the rapper story, another live music story. So he was uh, playing in Kansas city and I had, um, I do some like media buying and stuff for work. So I had a, um, actually somebody from a streaming service who wanted me to buy advertising had uh, tried to give me some tickets to chance. And I was like, yeah, of course I want to go see him. Um, but it turned out that the ticket that, uh, they gave me, they gave me two, one for me and a friend and, uh, the ticket was like counterfeit. Uh, <laughs> so they had bought it on like the, the secondary market. And so it was counterfeit. So like we, we get up there and like the, they're trying to scan it and it gives you like the, and so we're just kind of looking at each other. And so I had like tweeted out something about like just being disappointed and like, you know, how stupid it was. So chances tour manager, like replies to me on Twitter and says, Hey man, are you still around? Come to the side entrance. We got you. Yeah. And so what? Wow. And so we, we came back. Yeah. So come to the side entrance of, of the, like the, the venue and he gets us right in right up close. And it was, yeah, it was like so unexpected. Like I was so high to see him. And then I was so low, not getting in and then come back. It was like this crazy mix of emotions. So I had real appreciation for when I got to see that show. This is such a Kurt. Kurt, I feel like you're always in the right 
place or or you do the right <laughs> things to get in the right place like it's crazy it can make, and then we were just hanging out with like every famous person ever you're like oh you heard about my chance encounter with them right like that's awesome though i see what you did there chance I, encounter I, I, it made, <laughs> I, it made me think of my that's that story made me think of my third rapper actual in-person encounter you know i was trying to think mm. of it i met ice cube at a 7-Eleven no. on Bundy Avenue in West Los Angeles. Yep. I was really? going out of 7-Eleven and he was going into 7-Eleven. Ice Cube. Did you, what did you say I, to him? Uh, I didn't say anything because it's weird. I mean, you know, I'm, uh, it's, he's going into 7-Eleven. What do you say to a guy going into 7-Eleven? <laughs> <laughs> going into 7-Eleven, <laughs> But you know what? It, it is surreal seeing Ice Cube because at the time he was, uh, he just made, <laughs> he, he had just i think he had just made friday or another friday so he was like at the height of his fame and he, and here you are you've got your coffee it's seven in the morning i'm walking outside and i just look up and it's ice cube well rappers need slurpees oh too you know i mean come on <laughs> either they don't know they don't show they don't, <laughs> don't care about what's going on at 7-Eleven. <laughs> I, and I, Ice Cube's another guy that deserves mention because uh, yeah. early on in his career, he was edgy and he really did do a lot of like activism. I mean, his 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 albums were activism albums almost, and there were works of art. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you know, and and I wasn't familiar. Did you see in the NWA movie when they showed him when he left yeah. the group and then went into his uh, agent's office and broke the place up and was like. I need a different contract. This is bullshit. Jerry Heller. Um, yeah, that's right. It was uh, inspiring, you know? <laughs> nobody, nobody mentioned right. LL like we got to get into. Oh, L, 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 oh L, shout out to cool shout out to LL Cool J, Sarah, because that is a good point. He was a he was a fashion style actor icon yeah. and a rapper. So he was the one that went across a lot of different. Uh, that's platforms. true. He just he did Ladies kind of like cool James form that that mold yeah yeah he's he was one of the first guys to go from rapper to actor i mean people forget right. that i mean he's he still is an actor, yeah. he still is an actor yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. kurt you mentioned beastie boys i love the beastie boys and like i remember uh, it was so when we were young you used to hear a song on the radio and i remember i was in like the willows shopping center and i heard paul revere on the radio and i didn't know what it was and you couldn't there was no internet. So you couldn't like look up who, what's that song. Cause I just remember hearing some of the lyrics and the sound was so interesting and I didn't know who they were. It was before I knew who the Beastie Boys were. And I was like, I remember for, for like a year or two searching for that. Like, who is that song? And cause they didn't play it on like a lot of the mainstream uh, radio stations. And I was, I, when I finally figured out it's the Beastie Boys. Oh good. I can buy their album and listen to it. Now it was like this great, um, discovery you used to have to find stuff but now you just look it up um did you see the beastie boys they did a special on like i think it was apple tv did it where um it was they it was um they kind of did a retrospective and it was a it was a little bit of a like a love letter to um what's his name who passed away um from the group and MCA. it was yeah 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 mca i was I loved that. And if you, if you like the Beastie Boys, I would highly recommend watching that special. Like it made me cry. Um, it was the, the, their friendship in a way was like, it reminded me of like all the dumb shit we used to do 
and just like, you know, just fucking around and trying to be creative. And they obviously did a much better job of it than we did with our rap group. But um, it was, it was inspiring and like really interesting to the, the format of it. I love, they're just kind of like talking through these stories. And, and I think it's worth a watch if you like them and like their music. Also MCA, Adam Yauk was so talented and creative. It blows me away. It's, it, it's really fun. So watch it. So, so does that, I mean, are we being remiss if we don't mention our, our foray into rap music as during, during the, the rappers episode? I, I think we kind of have to. M-O-U crew. Yes. (laughs) We we have a chance. The three of us were in a uh, rap group. Uh, So the, the story went that Joey had, and had gotten, uh, Two turntables. I think because you got a tax return. Is that right, right, Joey? Was that was that how it started? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I got a tax return, and um, I was like, I, I I was really into. I wanted to kind of get into production, and I got tur- turntables, and I, then I went really deep into the crates. Like I would go, I would scour Amoeba Music in Berkeley. I'd go to mm-hmm. Tower Records, Rasputin in Berkeley, and I'd just go deep into like old jazz, uh, old breakbeats, old. Uh, old hip hop albums and, and then just sample, sample old little uh, loops and some um, instrumentals. And we just start rapping. It was, uh, it was and, actually, and we, it, you know, in retrospect, you know, it's easy to look back and go, yeah, we, you know, we were, we, you know, silly. We were, we were kids, but it was, it was really fun being creative and, and trying to do, you know, a creative venture like that. It was, it was real fun. I loved it. I, and, and what was funny. So our name was the MOU masters of the universe. Um, and it was because like, so Joey got the turntables and had all this great music, like the the instrumental tracks. And then I, at the same time was looking for records to play on, on, on the, uh, along with the hip hop beats. And I found this old He-Man, like a little, little booklet record player from when I was a kid that used to read along. And we mixed in the sounds of all the different characters from He-Man with the beats and kind of we're telling this little story and then writing these raps to go along with it. And I think, I, you know, I'm biased, but you look back at it and we, I think that it was, we did an album with like 17 songs and they were all decent, pretty good. I remember driving around making these kids in a Denny's parking lot, listen to it in our, in your van, Joe. And we were like, no, let's listen to it. And the kids were like, whoa, that's really good. I can't believe it. Cause they thought we were fucking blowing smoke. And and then we got to go perform in LA at a club yeah, yeah. and it wasn't we, embarrassing. Yeah. So it, I call that we, a victory. We were right before like white guy rappers could ride that wave. Yeah. Yes. Like we were before that we predated that whole thing. That we, was the problem. Yeah. We were trying yeah. in earnest to just make it all just based on our like raps. Like, you know, right. we're good enough. Our production is <laughs> good enough. Our rap is good enough. We should make it. Right. But we were really selling in our <laughs> Yeah, we were also. It was like, what do we do now? What do we do? I don't know. What do we do with this? What do we do? Do we have a place to like post it online? There's a great. So, uh, so I also did a film for my film class where you know did an old school reel to reel like spliced together film to put together this film of us making an album, and it turned out actually great. But one of the scenes, if you guys remember, was us holding up a dollar twenty five Garage Band royalty check that we had actually made money. Off of our album. So we actually did make money. I mean, you're right. we were 
professional rappers, I think. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were pros. We I, I was at the concert we in LA. I was also oh, there yeah. for many oh, yeah. recording sessions, you know. That's right. That was awesome. It, it was, was good. Time. You guys were good. It was good. We were yeah. good. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. We were not the best rapper ever, though. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> no, we, we were, were not. not the worst. No, we were not the worst. But either. we were not the no. worst. It's really no. speaking of which, that's a really hard thing to do is to come up with the worst rappers. You really have to either really scrape hard. the bottom of the barrel or you have to come up with someone that's look at this idiot got mainstream success, but totally sucks. So, I mean, which way? Are you yeah, go? it could be like really easy, like low hanging fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Yeah, we just say Ja Rule. Ja, can we just throw Ja Rule in that mix? Yeah. Mike Jones? <laughs> 69 Boys. Do you guys remember 69 uh, Boys? Oh, yeah. Tootsie oh, yeah. Roll. Whoop, there Tootsie it is. Row. Tootsie Roll. Did Arcan- they do Whoop? Arcanelli, too? put it in Maybe. their mouth. Maybe. <laughs> Choo choo. I think they had like a song like choo choo train, like choo choo. Oh, no? yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Those come yeah. on, ride that train and ride it. Choo choo. Yeah, I think right? so. You yeah, like I dancing? had 69, boy. I, the worst was actually more difficult to do because I'm like, how do you? I, yeah, you, could, I agree. I, I, you could legitimately say some of the rappers on the Ghetto Boys were the worst rappers ever, but it all worked. Bill, I have him. Yeah, motherfucking Bill. But he was so cool. He was, was, yeah. So, okay, (laughs) one person I put, but I don't think they're the worst. So that's what's terrible about it. I like the songs, but I put OT Genesis just because as far as like rap skills go, like, you know, I'm in love with the Coco. Yeah. Who's OT Genesis? Cut it. Like his songs are just one word. You need to cut it. I like the songs. I I got it on the low, low. Yeah, I, I like say, the songs, okay. but I'm like, it I might didn't be the worst rapper. I don't know. I didn't even know who he is, but I, like, at my he, house, we say he, that at least once a week. You need to yeah, cut it. It's great. Like, I still love it. I don't, like, I it's still, so, but, yeah, I didn't do, know. Do, I was do you like, feel, is he bad? You feel, you feel both good and bad after listening to the song, right? You're like, <laughs> it's a good song. I'm not right. sure if it's bad or not. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, wait, yeah. there's like the, no thought really went into the song. It's not like lyrics, like somebody really like, you know, put a lot of artistic. God, but you, I mean, is Master P one of the worst rappers ever? Maybe. He's on my list. But then so is Easy E, right? Oh, no. Easy E actually, like, a lot of his Easy E songs have been covered. That's the sign of a pretty good song. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. Easy E yeah. is not, not yeah. on the list. Okay. Okay. But yeah, Master P's on mine. But like, I mean, I know he's, he's I know. actually doing good stuff yeah. in the community now. So like, I feel bad <laughs> saying it because like, right. like he's, he's like helping inner city New Orleans and like right. donating money to all these places that need help. And it's, he's like doing amazing things. So it's, it's right. you feel bad saying it. Right. And then I also feel bad. I, I, I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm well, fam- like I'm super familiar with like modern rappers. Um, so I feel like it's kind of too easy to, to go down the, and there's also just a lot of like sh- people who are here and then they take too many pills and disappear. Um, right. uh, or, yeah. you know, I, so, so it's, and I don't get every, all the like modern 
contemporary hip hop. I think so. It's you great. have someone like a Twenty One Savage, who I like Twenty One Savage. Yeah, I do. I, do I like him, I but I go like he's not a very good rapper. But I really like him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, he's, he's on my worst list. He's a he, without a doubt, he's a terrible rapper. He's like if you <laughs> listen to how he raps, yes, he he is not twenty one. Twenty one. Good. Twenty one. Twenty one. But I like, I, but it, it ends oh up God, in something oh like a product I like. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, it ends up something you're. <laughs> oh God, oh God. <laughs> and then I felt weird. Kurt, I remember, do you remember you had a, an album of like NBA's, NBA rappers? Oh, and like I have that Shaquille album. And Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. They were really, 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 really listen, bad. Listen, but that's, when, that's low. When yeah. you're a fanatic, and that's what a fan really is, you get swept <laughs> up. Anything they do is, is just gold. Like Jason Kidd, <laughs> people want to know what the kid did is still in my top, one of my top, top songs ever. I love it. You, you had a special relationship with Jason Kidd. People oh, want to know God, what the kid yeah. did. Back from OAK. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, another segment is uh, best uh, rapper athlete. And I think Shaquille O'Neal obviously is the best one. I mean, that, you know, question. <laughs> is there a question? The best one? You think yeah. he's the best Dame rapper Lillard. athlete? Best rapper the- athlete? Yeah, I is mean, mostly, good? Uh, I no, uh, Shaq had more commercial success. I mean, it depends on why, how you want to look at it. But as a rapper, Shaq, yeah, Kurt, you know, he did a song with uh, Shaq Fu, Bushnickens, <laughs> yes, and then he had some. He has he, he, some of his solo albums actually had like platinum success. So he good. Hmm. Okay. I so, encountered um, Shaquille O'Neal once. He walked out of a building. I was in San Francisco. And I was walking around a corner and he was walking out of the building and I almost collided with him. And it was one of the scariest moments of my life because like, you don't realize how large he is. Um, and I, there was just this giant, giant in front of me that I almost ran into. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was, I didn't say anything to him cause I was in shock, but it was a fun experience. So, what does he say? I'm going to throw out. A name for for worst are overrated, okay. um, and he actually I'll throw out a couple of names. Fifty Cent and DMX are on my yeah worst. Yes and yes, yes and yes. Fifty yeah. Cent actually found a lot of talent though. He you know, but maybe as a rapper, as a as a yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, yeah, he had a lot of commercial success for sure. I mean, he. But, but yeah, when you, when you go back and listen to it, he's just, I mean, I always felt like he had kind of had marbles in his mouth when he was trying to. Yeah. And and DMX literally barked like a dog. on Yeah. Yeah. DMX is up there. I still like a couple songs, but yeah. X going to give it to you. I will run through a wall at the gym. If you put that on, he he does bark at you and I kind of like it to get me motivated. That's my, true. my father went to New York and he went to what, some <laughs> some hip hop store there and he he you know at the point of sale at the checkout he grabbed some mixtape that they had and he brought it back and said Joe this is the newest hottest mixtape you know in New York and I put it on it was it was uh, DMX barking and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> is this I took it right out <laughs> I'm like what? what is going on <laughs> so I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think they're the worst, but I had it sort of 
it, it's tough again because I still like them, but not so naughty by nature. Just because they oh. only would have one good song, they'd have like a one song on an album. The rest of it yeah. would be like unlistenable every time. That's Unless so I, maybe I just don't know. So I was like, maybe they're just bad rappers. Like I don't know, but I could be like I never listened to any of it. So I that might be really wrong. Like I might just be <laughs> making it. <laughs> so I, so I, I remember we were at your house and. It was one of these like karaoke things. I don't know. You had a karaoke thing set up and I tried to do a naughty by nature song and it was impossible to keep up with. So, oh, it was see there. Maybe it's very complex and like, I'm just not yeah. even, you know. So I, I, I feel like I, I totally agree with your point, but I also feel like that one song they did was OPP was, was pretty talented. Well, it was, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was OPP I, I got- was great. <laughs> And then there was the Hey Ho, which is a different song, right? Yeah. 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 yeah Hip Hop Hooray. Hip Hop Hooray. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every and, wedding ever. It was Tretch. He was just like so fast. He spoke so fast. And, and sometimes you feel like, are those real words? And then when you see him on karaoke, you're like, they are real <laughs> like, words oh, that he's yeah. saying <laughs> in, in a staccato, like just huge machine gun um, point of view. Speaking of which, Machine Gun Kelly, do you guys know? I don't know his music. I just, I only know him because I heard he, he, he has like, he created some beef with Eminem, but I, is he any good? I don't know. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's a good he rapper. He's okay. a good rapper. People love him. I, it's not my cup of tea. It's, uh, but he has, a, he actually has like a pop punk album out right now. Okay. Yeah. He's, a, he's an well, actor that's too, right? Either, but yeah. yeah, I think he's doing some, some stuff. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard good any good of his him. music. I just know he was in that movie with Pete Davidson, whatever the Judd Apatow movie oh, yeah. that recently came out. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. that's Machine Gun yeah. Kelly. Yeah, like that's the only, so I don't know. I haven't yeah. heard his That's a good movie. That's, that's a good, good movie. And he's married to Megan Fox. She's really hot, so. Ooh. Wait, what? Must he be, is? He must think so, isn't he? I don't Am know. I, wrong? I need to know. I thought wow. it was with Halsey. <laughs> oh. Clearly, we Wait, don't know. No, no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything modern. You know who my vote was for worst? Yep. Hmm. Yeah, let's hear it. I had P. Diddy yeah, as the worst rapper. And I think ding, ding, was ding. that was mine yeah. too. Okay. I, I love really. Um, it was something I read. It's like he didn't, he, so there was a line he had where he didn't have to write rhymes, he wrote checks. But why didn't he write a check to a good songwriter? That was a, it was hey, not my joke, but, but I read it and I was like, yes, exactly. Why didn't he hire a better songwriter to like coach him? He's around these like, just like transcendent, you know, I, idols. And, and that was the best he came up with. It's weird. I don't know. P Diddy is well, like, is like Apple. Okay. So P Diddy found Biggie. Apple made the iPhone. That's the, that's, 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 that's their big thing. <laughs> That's okay. the thing. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. You're right. So, and, well, and I think it's different. Like, like you were talking about Mace, I think it's different than today where you do have people who are doing writing for some fairly significant artists. And I think that was not a thing back in the day because it was so frowned upon as, you know, not being mm. real. And, you know, that wasn't what hip hop did. So I think he probably suffered from that too, but and and two, I also don't think he cared that much. You know what I mean? Like I like he was fine yeah. just 
yeah. being on the track, doing the production, owning the the record label. Bad boy. Bad boy. Bad boy. Bad boy. Bad boy. See, Bad boy. see the thing is, the thing is uh, that separates uh, like a P Diddy from a Master P for me, which was my pick, is that P Diddy's P P Diddy's music is actually like kind of you can kind of listen to it. You can That's still true. like play yeah. it in your car. A Master yeah. P song, I'm changing that shit immediately. Like I'm yes. going to the next station. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I like his songs. That's the thing. He's I like he's from a crass craftsmanship perspective. I felt like he was not a good rapper, but yes, his music was good. And he clearly had good taste, you know, in like yes, sound yes, and, and production yes, and yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So my, my, it's newer. Um, but, and, and just from, there's a lot of lists obviously about the subjects we're talking about that, but, but a future is somebody who, a lot of people currently just Ooh. go crazy over and I cannot, I vehemently hate future. I think he is oh. terrible. Like he, oh. Masco. Masco. he, -tunes, Masco. he cannot put Masco. together words. Masco. It's, ugh, every time I am just, ugh, I hate it. It's, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think it's the sound that's coming out of, you know, the South right now, he, he's the, he's the, he's the king of it right now. But I think he has a charisma. So it's funny. Cause you don't like two chains either. And for me, I put two chains and future in a similar bucket where I like listening to them, like their music. And I don't think they're particularly necessarily like, they're not the most skillful, but I really yeah. like their songs. Joey and I were in, I think when that mask off song came out, yeah. we were in, like we were in Dallas and we were on a road trip. We were working yeah. in a couple different cities. Oh, Jarek. And we were driving around and we would, every time we got in the car, we'd play that song. <laughs> it was like, it became a joke. We would just put that song on and we'd just listen to it over and over and over again. Cause it was just like fun and stupid and yeah. ridiculous. But I, I agree yeah. with, I agree with Kurt. It's too over processed. Like if you can yeah. over process music, yeah. future does it. It's over, overproduced. <laughs> Sarah, who, who, who's on your, who's the top of your overrated list? I, I, list? I gave mine away right away. It was 69 boys. I think it was a cop out there. <laughs> Nobody even knows who they are. I had a hard, the, the other thing I wrote down, which is also a cop out. I had this rap Christmas album as a kid. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're like unnamed people. I've tried to find it as Christmas an adult, album. like this Christmas season. And I couldn't, I came across about like a hundred other, like I went through Spotify's like, rap Christmas songs. Some good ones, by the way. But this one song was the worst. Like they did um Papa Partridge in a, a pear tree was like the the was the 12 days of Christmas. And that's the only line I can remember. And it was the worst rap I've ever heard in my entire life. And we played every year just to laugh. Um so I wrote that the rap Christmas album, but super cop out. I mean I would agree though, I think then I had 69 boys, OT Genesis, which I don't know if he counts because I actually like the songs. So other than that, I would agree with Master P. I'll, I'll, I'll come over to Master P. I think I, I, I don't know his music as well because I think like you, Joey, when I hear it, I turn it off. Yeah. Um, it's just, so. it's, it's just, it, it's so grating. It hurts. It's like, it almost is like it, even the beat, it, 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 it I, I feel like it accentuates. Like it, it's just, I can't even put it into words. I'm is sorry. he from Houston? Is he Houston? New Orleans, New Orleans. Okay. Okay. 
Such a nice guy, though. As a side note, I just don't, you know, he, he, he right. is a, a, good, a really good person in his community. Uh, what was that group in South Florida and they had the big booty bit, you know, girls and they don't <laughs> dance and, and it was such terrible music. Two life crew. Two life crew. But it's actually, they can't be on your worst, but they can't be, they can't be on your best either. They have to be some, a, middle, yeah, a, a, middling, a middling rap group. That's interesting. I think they were really bad, but they, <laughs> <laughs> they were important for rap because they were the, like, yes. they were the uh, centerpiece the of the, they were provocative. Yes. Nobody knows what it means. That's like provocative. <laughs> Just every, every scene of the, is them like with big booty girls and like bikinis in the pool. Like every that single video. That was the first time I ever saw a thong. Yeah. I have a memory oh, when I was yeah. staying uh, with uh, Joe. I went down to LA for the summer and I stayed yeah. with you and, uh, and your dad. They had the box. There was the box and you could like the order box. songs with over the phone or something. I don't remember exactly yeah, how it worked. You yeah, called yeah, the number yeah. and you could order a song. And yeah. they had a song, Two Life Crew, called Put Them Up on the Glass, yeah. which was all about like, <laughs> it was like the whole video was a car wash with like girls in bikinis <laughs> putting their breasts up on the glass. And it was like, this isn't music. But on the glass. It's, it, it, okay. There, yeah, maybe Two Life Crew. I don't, I don't know who that individual artists were, but maybe they deserve to be in our list. But again, they fought against like Tipper Gore, who was trying to censor they the they rap the music. Needle. And so they did move the yeah. needle. I remember they like they got arrested for performing once because they weren't allowed to say the F word. And yeah. so good for them. God bless them. And we yeah. uh, appreciate their contribution to the art. Yeah, this is... <laughs> This has been a, co- a pretty comprehensive look at, at our favorite artists. That's I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. 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 So did we, so to circle back, do we do, do we have agreement on, on our best and worst? I feel like all of our best are legitimate ones, you know, like if you can make an argument for Kanye, you can make an argument for Kendrick. I, I honestly slept on Kanye. I didn't even think of Kanye. I don't know why. But Kanye, for me, just like you, Mason, and you, Kurt, and you, Sarah, it's like he is emo- has elicited such emotion when you listen to his music. It's it's incredible. I mean, his because yeah. I think he's unstable, so his it comes out in his lyrics. There's a lot of joy and a lot of pain in his lyrics that yeah. really like bring it out. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate that like that people sort of in that frame of mind. I don't know it. It, it creates this amazing art and it's a tale as old as time right. to go back to, you know, a Bible goes West song. But, um, the, the fact that it's music beast, is this, come on. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No, I was like, wait a minute. I don't know. Wait a second. <laughs> be my guest. Be my Jesus. guest. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That would, that's actually the Beauty and the Beast theme song. But Angela Lansbury, bro. Yeah. It's crazy that people who have like these chaotic, uh, you know, brains that are, they suffer a lot, but it, music is this weird art form where they can yeah. turn that into something beautiful. It's good, but also, it, and, and what's weird is that you like kind of, I, I look at an artist like Eminem where I feel like he seems more sane, but mm-hmm. also his music's not as good. And I feel a little bit of guilt for that because I'm like, 
maybe stop taking your medication and well i mean if you talk a little to, wild again because if you, if you talk know. to a lot of these artists they they'll tell you that their biggest insecurity and fear is losing their edge losing that I bet yeah yeah so yeah. so do we expect the kim breakup album to be something phenomenal or or where because the last album let's be honest is was by far his worst by a if, mile if he's smart the, that was the choir one yeah kurt, yeah kurt kurt if he's yeah. smart he does a marvin gay here my dear album and blows Ooh. it blows it away yeah that would be good yeah i i think yeah i've i've found that when he goes <clears throat> so a couple of the albums i didn't like the next ones were like transformative and we're good so i have high hope yeah plus also i never yeah. liked him with and i know i i, I now sound like like a, <laughs> a lady watching her stories but i never liked them together okay i was wrong yeah i was annoyed take, that kanye take. The, the kanye ended up with kim kardashian because i like no offense to the Kardashians, but I feel like Kanye is so talented and has become successful because of his talents. And I feel like a case could be made that the opposite is how like, like the Kardashian family became famous for being famous and not, and it's almost like a punchline that they don't have any talents. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's not nice to say, but I, I, I was just like, <laughs> he's so creative and artistic and how is he with, Kim Kardashian, but I don't know her. Maybe she's lovely and sensitive. And sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can only hope. I, I Maybe know I'm being a little prissy bitch. Wyoming reservation at some point. He's he's a very he's a very polarizing figure for sure. I mean, because you talk to yeah. different sections of people and they they hate Kanye. And you, why do you hate Kanye? Well, you know that this you know for me for me it's always been very easy for me to separate the artist from the individual individuals yeah. are messy and yeah. they, they, they are, you know, all the things that we are as humans, but artists are really, you know, I mean, it's getting murky now with, with a lot of controversial stuff, but you know, again, artists are artists and I, I could separate the two things. A lot of people can't. Well said. Yeah. So any, uh, any parting thoughts, uh, folks, before we, uh, put a bow on this one. I, mean, I love, love hip hop. Yeah, I do too. I feel like we didn't we didn't talk about a lot of female hip hop artists. Yeah, I was thinking that tonight. Yeah. yeah, but I I think that you know hip hop has actually been a there there are some outstanding female hip hop artists throughout the the sort of from the beginning. I I remember listening to JJ Fad Supersonic, and that, I loved that song. I remember I have a, a one of you have those like vivid memories. I remember we Joey and I were played. We must have been like eight years old and we were playing on a basketball league that we used to play. It was like an indoor basketball league where we practiced in some guy's driveway. And I remember that supersonic came on. We were driving home in your mom's van and I got so happy because he never heard that song. It was one of those songs that they only played once in a while. And it came on. I was like, yes, that's the song I've been waiting to hear. And salt and pepper was actually Super talented, amazing. Queen Latifah did some uh, uh, great work. So, and then you have people like, you know, I think Megan the Stallion is like real big right now. And she's, I, I like, I like what she's doing. You know, she's, she's kind of 
creating a little bit of her own controversy and and uh, making statements. So I don't think we gave a whole lot of attention to female MCs, but there are some great like female rappers that deserve mention. Agreed. Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> Cardi B. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. No, that's no, no yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my daughter's favorite rapper. She said that's my favorite rapper, Cardi B. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I hope you don't understand all the things she's saying, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, you know, I, I like seeing the next generation seeing seeing what they they're, they're yeah. into. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, if you ask, you know, uh, my kids who their favorite rapper is, they're gonna say, um, uh, what what is his name? I'm sorry, guys. Uh, um, It'll come to me. My kids were unanimous on their least favorite rapper, which I found interesting. They all selected Drake as their least favorite rapper, which I thought was. Wow. I'm surprised by that because I just feel like he has so many like almost like pop songs. Yeah. And popularity. I was surprised. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Little Nas X would be my kid's favorite. (laughs) Little Nas Yes. My kids love him too. Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. I, I like, like, like his story. I like Lil Nas X. The funniest story so I heard about him was that when he, so I, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, so when he did his, that Old Town Road song, apparently like he just did that one song and it got huge. And then someone wanted to sign him and be like, we want to produce your album. And he's like, well, I don't have any other songs. So that's my only song. And they're like, well, okay, well, we got to change that. So, yeah. <laughs> funny was it like on tiktok or youtube he just did a tiktok video wasn't it or youtube or something tiktok, TikTok i don't know I yeah crazy maybe that's i'm awesome yeah, was, that's awesome think about that you could just make one song right if you're talented or come up with some genius thing like god mm-hmm. do you think do you think amazing going, now do you think going viral is uh is is a kind of like hitting the lotto kind of odds I think it was easier than that. I think with today, I think you can I think use yeah. way more avenues. Yeah, right. Especially, especially. I yeah. mean, because so. I mean, that's the whole kind of subgenre is like the SoundCloud. <laughs> so- sorry, sorry. And- <laughs> well, yeah, actually, you, so so that's a thing. I think what you have to put it in perspective, right? Um, winning the lotto has nothing to do with your talent, and I think that if you look up how much. Um, it, it, it's insane how much content is being created every day. Like, I don't know what it is and I'm going to make up a number, but there's, it's something like every day people are uploading like a hundred years of videos or every second or something. It's, it's like insane how much content people are uploading to YouTube or this or that. So in a way, because there are so many avenues and it's so easy now to put your content up where people can find it, it might even be hard harder to stand out so the, the people who i think do emerge um probably have to have more like more of that spark and some magic there or there's probably a lot of garbage yeah. because it's so easy like you know name don't, don't podcast <laughs> <laughs> this is going not this is this is going somewhere guys come on yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun yes yeah yeah, Joey, Sarah, any uh, any parting thoughts? Well, uh, I think I named most of the rappers I, I, that you know. I, I felt I feel bad because I, I slept on Kanye for some reason when I was putting together my list. Kanye was not on 
the forefront of my mind. But, you know, when the more I reflect on it, Kanye is definitely in my top three or four or five. So I think all the names we put there are legitimate number ones. Are you in objection of him as our pick for best? Not, not at all, because because I love Kanye. <laughs> I can't argue with it. Okay, so we can call him Sarah. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think Mason made a good point there about the female rappers. I'm a big Cardi B fan right now. Um, and I. It's just, man, once once we once I started looking into this, you just go down this like mole hole and like. I'm just I guess I'm just sad there's like so many people we didn't even talk about or get to even talk about. There's so many good art like hip hop. I'm like, I can't wrap my head around it. Um I have memories of always riding around with you guys in the van listening to De La Soul, like ego mm-hmm. tripping. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Like That's, <laughs> great. To, great. That's not on Spotify. Like, what am I gonna do yeah. with it? <laughs> oh, do you remember the song that had the Japanese rappers on it? Yeah, yeah, that was on the, uh, the Balloon Mind State album. Yeah. That's right. Do you remember? Do you, uh, sorry, not remember. Do you know the story behind that song? I, I, I recall you telling me that, but please tell us. It's really funny. I just, I looked it up recently because I remember I loved that song. And so the story goes something like this, like De La Soul. Um, there were these two rappers from Japan that were popular in Japan and they invited them to come do like a guest performance on one of their tracks on the album. And they showed up and De La Soul was like four hours late to the studio. And the, the, the song is them basically just saying, De La Soul asked us to be here. We showed up. They didn't come. So we don't know what they want us to talk about. So this is our rap. Thank you very much. We're done now. That's really fun. It's like, but it sounds cool. It's like one, two, three, four, five, mic check. Okay. And then they tell that story. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. I didn't mention one rapper that I want to say because he wrote one of my favorite rap lyrics of all. Um, it's MC Ren from NWA, who I thought was really super talented. And there's a line he says um, in, Com- oh wait, no, it's not Compton, it's something like that. And he says, it's like, we're like a kid, we get new shoes and go faster. I don't know if you remember that, but oh, yeah. for me, that was like this lyric that, I have always loved and it because it reminds me of when you're a kid and you like, do you remember getting a new pair of shoes and you thought you could run faster? Or I got, remember I got these kangaroo shoes yep. and I thought now I can jump higher. Stupid, but it's how like this imagination of your kids. And I loved that line in that song. I loved MC Ren. So I just want to mention that. We never Underrated. mentioned the Fugees yeah. either and Wyclef. Oh yeah, or Wu Tang, or yeah. There's Anyways, they yeah. could go on yeah. and on and on. It, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm confident with the Kanye pick, even though yeah. he is very controversial and there's a lot I don't agree with him. I like Joey said that separate the artist from the person. I guess that's how you said it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I think there's something to be said for that. And as an artist, um, he definitely takes takes top for me. So for for All me, right. this was a really fun exercise in just revisiting some of the stuff that, that like, I know I love, like, you know, like in conversation, you bring it up, but, um, it, it really reminded me just how much I love hip hop, like why mm-hmm. I got into hip hop, why we all got into hip hop that, that shared love, uh, of the art form. Um, and, and I think, 
you know, we're of, of that age that, you know, like we've talked about, it, it was that golden age, I think of, of hip hop. Um, and I'm sure, you know, kids will think that what, whatever they're during their formative years, it's, you know, it's that, that great era. But I think as you look back on it, um, you know, I think we were, we were lucky, you know, you talk about right place and the right time, yeah. you know, it's, we got lucky to experience some, some pretty amazing music. And, and obviously there's still amazing music being made, but, but it really made me thankful that, that we uh, were raised during that time. And, and we got to see a lot of that stuff up close and personal. And, and it's part of like the fabric of our memories. Those, those are, um, those will always be with us. So, so for me, that was, it was a nice little um, way to reminisce and also just remind myself of just how talented some of these people are. I mean, you, you just forget how, right. How much yeah. thought and, 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 you know, and a lot of that stuff. So, so it was really fun. Um, and I'm glad, I'm glad we chose this subject. Uh, me too. I think, you know, what's, what's interesting about rap that I think it, it, people who don't like rap or aren't familiar with it, they often will dismiss it and say, Oh, it's not music, but it is way more technically complex and complicated than like a lot of songs, a lot of songs. Like if you look at hit songs, they have their, the entirety of their lyrics, there's like 30 words in the whole song or 10. Right. And they just repeat a chorus over and over. And I'm not bashing. I love, you know, music. And I think there's a lot of skill that goes into writing melodies and, and, and choruses, things like that. But like rap is a, and hip hop is a, it's, it, it is poetry. And, and the, the, to put it all together, there's, there is, there's a, there's a lot of art in that. And I think you're right, Kurt, like it, we were lucky to like see it grow and blossom and evolve into this huge, um, sort of right and now it's pop culture but at the time it was this little flower that was trying to grow and it's awesome yeah this was fun i knew it was going to be a long one and it was it was so much fun to talk about yeah thank you guys uh, for having me yeah. <laughs> it's really awesome to be here yeah, intimidating though best rapper best rapper Re- man real quick I, <laughs> I would be i would be remiss not to mention one of my all-time personal favorites which i don't think would go on anyone's list, perhaps, but uh, P Rock and CL Smooth is one of my favorite. Uh, oh, I had yeah. them not on my favorites, yeah, but, but I had them list. Yeah, P Rock oh, as a producer, P so Rock as a producer, and CL Smooth uh, with his lyrics work. It was like perfect together. Uh, but you know, sadly, not not really a top ten group, yeah. but great group. It feels good. Yeah, they're really. What's good. your guys? Okay, one more thing before we go. Um, what's your favorite hip hop song to do? For karaoke. Karaoke? Have I have never gin, gin and juice. Gin okay. and juice. I, uh, I've done, my I've favorite hip hop song I listed was right. <laughs> um, gosh. Maybe um, right above it, Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah. And oh, Drake. Okay. Like okay. that song just, or, or what's, um, What's <laughs> right? That is right. Who? What? Random. Who was that? What? Like, um, I don't even remember. What was that? Smooth? No, smooth. Smooth. Yeah. It was smooth. That was the artist name. <laughs> that was your jam. That's right. Smooth. How did we not talk about that? Come on, guys. Pop, pop artist. Smooth. <laughs> smooth. Not that's right. Know. Life of a Pinterest. <laughs> Maybe, maybe worse rap, but you know, whatever. 
Um, yeah, maybe my favorite. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, you finished there. I was just gonna say right above it or whatever you like by Ti. That was the other one I was gonna mm, say. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Mine is uh, "It Takes Two by Easy, DJ Easy Rock and Wait. Who else? Rob Bass. <laughs> Rob Bass. <laughs> Rob Bass. Yes. It takes two to I make a thing song. go down. No, is that how it goes? <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting old. Pretty, I'm getting old. Pretty, I'd like to see you though. do that in karaoke, though. <laughs> I don't think I've ever uh, done that. Yeah. I've we, never karaoke to rap song, though, in yeah. all honesty. Oh. I mean, we, did a, we, we did a business trip where we, uh, I think I did uh, Gin and Juice. Mason did another song, Knocked It Out of the Park. Mason's a low key karaoke uh, star, by the way. I like and then, uh, know our, 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 uh, our colleague did, uh, picked just a random song by Shaggy. And what he found out was it's impossible to do a Shaggy karaoke <laughs> song. <laughs> it's literally impossible. Because at first you could kind of keep up, but then Shaggy goes Shaggy on you. And it's just like you just. <laughs> that was funny. You felt so bad. Yeah. Oh. I feel like you're gonna try out a song before you like actually do it in karaoke. Like you gotta test yes. that at home in the car at least, because there's yeah. there's some surprises that come in when you just like you can't just go first time around. By the way, by the way, I don't know if you want to share this, Mason, but there's a video floating around of you of you crushing a live band karaoke uh, at a corporate event. Oh, that was fun. That was Bon Jovi. Yeah, oh my Sarah, have you I, seen this? Oh yeah, no, I have not. I have not okay, seen so, it. I have not so, seen it. So they we we did this consumer marketing event, and they had this one of the uh, vendors was a live band that gets on stage, right? And you could come up and just do vocals for with a live band, you know. Yeah. Just And and they have a song list you could pick from, and then they play along with you, and it it was the one of the most fun experiences I've ever had. Uh, oh. And I was so proud because I did living on a prayer, um, and. I remember, you know how karaoke is, like most people do it and it's fun and blah, blah, blah. But I remember I hit a couple notes on the chorus <laughs> and the band looked at me and they were like, all right, like he's okay. And I was like, yeah, well, I, got I, was the nod, I got the nod from the guitar player. I was like, all yeah, right, cool. It was one of those was moments fun. for me where I was like, is this, what's, is this really happening? What's going on? Mason's like turned into like a, a full on rock star. <laughs> rock star. That you was guys got, yeah, Speaking of, well, kind of karaoke. So uh, my, my former brother-in-law was in a Kansas city band called Brown town. And so they had one song that, that had rapping in it. And so they recorded it with a local rapper, but like that rapper would never be able to show up at shows. So they were like, Hey, can because my, my brother-in-law was like, Hey, can you like learn this? The, you know, it's like, you know, a few bars. Uh, and so I think I performed it like three times live and it yeah. just was like super exhilarating to like be on stage and like, remember yeah. all those things. It's like just the pressure of, you know, like you can't fuck it up. Like everybody is looking at you and, and you remember just how hard it is to <laughs> remember lyrics. Why, why there's people in the stands and a band's playing live. Yeah, it was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it is fun performing live. I remember I used to perform with my friend Diana. She had a band and they would sometimes call me up and I'm not like, I don't look like I know what I'm doing <laughs> and, and that we would be in like sort of 
different parts of town and I would go up on stage and I have like a button up shirt on. (laughs) It was this guy, but then I could, that was all right. And then it was always a good feeling when people were like, okay, you know, that's actually, honestly, that would be a great, I just thought of a great, like a great, uh, hip hop, like act, which is like a guy that just gets on stage and, you know, it's got a shirt tucked into his jeans. Yeah. <laughs> just it crushes it, crushes it. Yeah, that was how I felt, and yeah. it was it was always a good feeling because you get it's and and it's part of like the hip hop story is the underdog kind of yeah. thing where you get up there yeah. and nobody expects yeah. much from you and you're like, what's up? <laughs> I guess I guess in a sense that's what little that that's what little Dicky does, you know. In a sense, you know, he's maybe he's that's not, why I like him so much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, can yeah. identify he with him, base. Yeah. He did what I never could. Yeah. <laughs> he took it to the next level. That's There's still time. Bitch. There's still time. No, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. I, I want to see what he does next. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, I, I mean, that's been, I mean, we could talk for, yeah, we yeah. could talk for, for hours, but, uh, but this was a great convo, Sarah. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank Hopefully you, you'll uh, agree to come back and, and talk on future subjects. So, uh, but we yeah. we always appreciate yeah, getting to see it. you and uh, and gentlemen. It was uh, a pleasure as always. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. See Absolutely. You. Thanks a lot, Later, guys. guys. Can't oh, wait I've got to do the outro music. Yeah, Kurt, you still yeah. can't hear it, huh? <laughs> uh, can you nope. hear it? Just say, just hum it to me. Oh, yeah. you can't hear my. <laughs> you can't hear my DJ horn uh, either. <laughs> damn it. That's okay. All right. Later, guys. Later. Bye.